You are now listening to the Chauvinist Pigs Podcast, featuring thoughts and opinions about sports, music, women, politics, Chicago, and random chauvinistic shit. From the minds of Big Crown, Rollo, Shy Guy 705, and Old Man Logan. Kick back and listen. You, I'm a slave when you got the slave nigga hat on. Okay, nigga. There you go. This is this is as public as it's gonna fucking get. Man, the post is public. Making sure. All right, so we can retweet it. Yeah, retweet this nigga. I think we're gonna put this on the speaker next time. <laughs> nah, it sounds really good when it comes through on the uh, pod. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm at the beat ride a little bit. Cause you gotta rap. You gotta the beat ride on bitch ass niggas. They ain't taking that, is it? All up. Oh, this is all beat. This is all coming recorded. All, all up. All this is right now. We are we are officially recording. You on, you on the screen, man. You on, you on the book, bro. What the camera? Camera, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Timothy. Take me some old next. Yeah. Pause. Oh, Comment. Sure you uh, add Willie? Yeah. I didn't add Willie. I can add Willie though. We can go back. I think I add Willie. Willie. We can share it. I always share it. But this is a slander for this nigga right here. Okay. I'm trying to figure what the slander is about. We. This is slander about last night. The sunshine had a she had an event. Now, I did actually buy a ticket, so you did. I saw that. I bought a I ticket, but at the last minute I couldn't make it. But this nigga wanted to, he wanted to call me out. No, you didn't get called Trash. out. He defended you. Who he who defended me? This one defended. He me. defended me. He did. Who did he call out? He called that one. That trash ass nigga? Yeah. That's who he called. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I feel bad now. I can explain why I didn't. I could have put on some shit like, why can't we be friends? Yeah, so it was my lunch party for my, for my podcast. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I feel bad now. He yeah, we had preemptive beef. He <laughs> <laughs> I have to come out with apologies for the first half of this episode. Dang. That's why I was just sitting here Dang. just like, uh, you so and his mother played a lot. Gail has a false alarm. He ain't a mother. He good. But you can still be a mother without being a mother. Because you got a mother. Explain how. <laughs> you don't take care of kids and stuff? You don't look after them? Other than oh, it says motherly. No. I said, oh, okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, but you are a mother, though. Yes, I am. She ain't, but she ain't accepted. But she ain't Wu-Tang for the kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no not, kids. Not even no, your, your kids' friends. No. Now, no, let me apologize first. I couldn't make it. I actually could have made it, but mm-hmm. the last minute... Cause I sent you a direct message and I was asking you questions about the event because yes. I was like hyped for it. I wanted to come to it like, damn, I want to support it. Right. But last minute, I forgot that I had something set up. Somebody set up something for me and I couldn't break those plans. It's awesome. So I apologize. I know that I was called a trash ass nigga. I don't know what I was called. <laughs> no, I was actually called you weren't. It wasn't yeah. like that. You know, my podcast is a little PG, so yeah. there wasn't a, a trash ass nigga I called out you there. Un- but ungrateful <laughs> ass nigga. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm grateful for the guys that were there. Um, you guys were well represented. Um, when they talked about it, um, he he let me know that you had your daughter, right? Yeah. And so he the same let child me know. is out there. You know, it's my weekend. Okay. Hey, that's where to have a weekend. Tell you, big ups to your dad. Nigga, because when you diss Dre, you diss yourself. What time did it end? It ended, it's supposed to end at 8.30, but people actually left at about 8.00. 10.30. I I thought it started at 8.00. I made a mistake. It was supposed to end at 10.30, but people actually left around 10.45. Okay. Because I was actually downtown. I went to the comedy bar, 
And it wasn't really that far from where the event was, but I thought that once we left the comedy bar, mm-hmm. that it would have been over with. I didn't want to get over there, and you no. know, it'd have been over with. No. it was good. It was some pretty uh, heavy conversation. So, okay. yeah, you would have, you would have, you would have probably had a lot to say. Okay. No, you would have had a lot to say. Me personally, yes. Oh, well, it, I, no, honestly, because I think both of you guys would have, would have had yeah, some some nice little dialogue. Definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was some some interesting um, kind of battle of the not really battle of the sexes, but more of a uniting of the sexes. It could have got there though. It could it could have, but you see yeah. how I cut it off. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. This isn't what this is about. Yes. Are you going to air that episode? Oh yes. So we can't talk about that episode. We can. So talk about that episode. Oh, okay. Well, we can, but first, welcome. Okay, we know what episode is this. No, we don't. The public don't know what episode 68, is. 68, right? 68, man. It's like 68. 68 episode, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has something special for 69. He's trying to get to the post yeah. about wide open on 69. Hey. That's all about TV. Jada Fire up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy Reynolds got that. I wish. Slowly masturbated his pants on the rocks. Mercy, mercy. So hold on, was it was 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 this a was it about a femi- was any feminist there? Was this a feminist? Well, I don't, of well no, actually, it was not. <laughs> I don't know now. Was, I was gonna say because you're a DJ. I I think she's kind of like. I was gonna say mm-hmm. that there was one person, two people there who were actually proclaimed feminists. Mm-hmm. There were other like, but there was more than two women there. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of other women who had more open. Um, thought processes when it comes to um, the woman and the man. And honestly, I really don't like the way we take the word feminist because I wouldn't really consider myself a feminist, but I do consider myself who is I consider myself a person who is trying to be updated with the way that I think. Because I don't want to just think that, okay, this is all a man is supposed to do and this is all a woman can do. Because we're in a day and age where sometimes you don't have a man and a woman in the place. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to be like a, a chameleon. You got to be able to do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily like the connotation that comes with being a feminist. Um, I actually talked to one of my girlfriends and she was saying to me that honestly, if for the black women, if we actually were um, united the way we should be between the black man and the black woman, we would actually need the feminist movement mm-hmm. because we would realize that we're taken care of within our community, we're respected within our community, and we already have our, our place within our community. Mm-hmm. But because we're not always taken care of, we're not always looked out for, we gotta like, all right, well, let's unite with these other women who aren't taken but care of. There's more than two. So. Wow, okay. That's neat. That's a good that, was, that was so goddamn deep. I was like, what the fuck? And, and, and the fact that you said that gives kind of gives some credence to the feminist movement, but a lot of it of a lot of it, I think that they take it too far to where they feel as though okay, some of them say, damn, we don't need a man. Yeah, no, that's when it's really taken too far. I don't agree so you want to be needed? I enjoy men. Women need men. They, it's like we need them. They need us. Shit. How do you, how, 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 how the fuck they gonna have kids? Men, men definitely want to be needed. I'm men just definitely want. I mean, every person wants to feel needed. Right, it's right, not right. just and a one-sided thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the black. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody wants that, and I, and I can only talk about the black experience. I can't tell you what a white woman wants because I don't know her. She wants a black man. She wants a black dick. More than likely. Yeah, she but. Wants a black man. <laughs> well, we're going to say all of them. But you know. Armenian. We're, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Are we? Oh yeah, my. Mr. Donald Glover. Oh, my. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't want that from Donald, though. What you mean? Do you want to get into that right now or do you want to follow the docket? Follow the docket. I, heard, docket. I heard somebody speak on that. And it was like, they basically said that he hasn't spoken on what he was trying to do with the video, so. 
He shouldn't. Everybody else shouldn't have a voice. Just the video I mean, really spoke for itself. It's art, right? It's, it's art. art. It's, it's to be interpreted. Everybody was trying to interpret like what he was trying to, yeah. Yeah, to do. I mean, but that's what I'm people saying. do all the time. Like you go to an art gallery or you go that's hear you, Kendrick yeah. Lamar yeah. lyrics because I love him, and you interpret everything that he's saying. That's what you're gonna do. And then he's gonna tell you, okay, you're wrong. This is what it is. It's L.A. bias in here. <laughs> Kendrick, <laughs> Kendrick, that dude. Kendrick is that dude. You know so, how I feel about it. Right. So you, man, do you want to get into it right now? You want to? We already want to follow the docket. <laughs> no, but actually, technically, following the docket, I started off with sunshine on the docket. And we okay. Got down a okay. second on the docket. So. Oh, be, be, before we continue that, I just want to say a big shout out to. Um, I met him at your event last night. Uh, Mark Smith. Um, oh yes. Talked to him last night. He actually loved the name of our podcast. Yes. He um he has a marketing firm, yes, right? Yes, yes, he does. So yeah, he, I'm supposed to have lunch with him uh, Monday. Oh, nice. Talk some business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Show his big business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Young black entrepreneurs. You know Trying to trying to trying to get our our, our prodigy on, man. You know so what I mean? is this the preacher? Yes. So we can't have liquor when he come on. We can uh, absolutely you can, have. You that. can have whatever he, you want, man. He was. He's not like that. Yeah. Is he like the cursing preacher? Uh, he, he close. Got, he's very close. He's very close. I'm not going to speak for him. Right, right. I can't say that he's a cursing preacher, but yeah. I'm saying I think he's pretty close. I gave him. I gave him an yeah. uh, invitation to the podcast. He just had that so, okay. He, he, he was he was speaking word. some some Fuck some yeah. good stuff. <laughs> it was relatable. Um, I think I you know even if you you're not necessarily religious, right? You'll be able to appreciate what he brings to the table. Right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. uh, it's not so far reaching that it seems like, oh yeah, my god, yeah, I'm baptized today. Yeah, so I, I really enjoyed what you he was saying. And the other gentleman, uh, Marcus. Marcus, 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 um, an orchestra that I sing with really? in the city, um, the Larry King Orchestra. Okay. And um, within that orchestra, him and his wife, Opal Staples, they actually both were singing with the orchestra. And um, I just kind of met them from there. And I would follow his post on Facebook, and I'd be like, gee, like this is exactly what I'm thinking. Like, mm-hmm. this is so relevant. This is so now. Yeah. But it's not so like Jesus is telling you that you're going to hell if you're twerking. That's yeah. not what he was saying. And that's what I really appreciated from, from what he was saying. On that. I, right. I wish we could have got a little bit more from him, honestly. What is he Say again. What is he pastor? Um, mm, um <laughs> see I don't I'll get that for you. I'll okay. get back to you. There yeah. we go. So I mean, I, I hate the fact that I I, I personally feel Space like, Temple, there we go. I just remembered. I hate the fact that um the world has this depiction of like Christians being so judgmental. Because a lot because of them they are. Do, they earn it and they do they judge people who are not Christians or even say that they're Christians right and so like when you think about the work that Christ did like he was out to save souls right and he was out to reach people at their lowest right and so people have this have this bogus agenda whereas they feel like they can just call people out in their dirt and like you're not even supposed to judge people but you can't hold people hold people accountable who have proclaimed Christ right right for everybody else, like you have no, you have no right to be judging these people. Right. And and that's what he said. Like that's at least what I took yeah, from him yesterday. He he said he ain't here to judge. It's you know what I mean. He he just he wants to be relatable. Right. And you know what I mean. I felt he was talking, and it, it was just like okay, you can have a conversation with this individual. Right. It wasn't like you would feel like oh he's. 
up here, pasture. And he's here. up here, right? Exactly. And he said he doesn't want to be on no pasture. Mm-hmm. So no. it was, it was, it was, yeah. it was very. I, I, I really enjoyed what he was saying last night. Yeah, I mean, and I like the fact that he's transparent as well. Yeah. Because he was letting you know, like you know, although this might not be my issue, this is my issue. Like right. for, for instance, when he was talking about porn, he's like, I don't really like to watch porn. I like to enjoy it. Right. So I like to be a part oh, of the situation. You got a pastor out here watching porn? No, no, no. He no, said he I said don't like to. Watch like his it. issue wasn't he that he liked to. Exactly. His issue wasn't watching porn. His issue was having sex. Right. And he's but he was honest about it. That was the thing that he struggled with at one point. He struggled with some porn? I'm sure. God damn, bro. I don't never struggle with the porn. Sometimes you gotta just pick that's what not, you like. He was saying that's not his thing. You gotta, put, <laughs> you gotta put your fucking subject matter in there and you just Google. Let's not bring Kirk Franklin up because I'm still trying to figure out is anybody ever going to talk about the way that his nose has changed? <laughs> what? Like, what? We don't notice that that's different right now. I don't even watch one like that. I ain't okay. seen Kirk Franklin since a stoke video. When the fuck did you see Kirk Franklin? Oh, I mean, I saw one. like a picture. Nah, he, he got a tour. Like tour. He got Gucci now. head thing. I ain't checking for <laughs> Kirk Franklin. He may have Gucci because he just sold some records but like I don't know what the fuck Kirk Franklin looked like. You've never seen him? He looked like Plies. It's like MF Doom, nigga. I ain't never seen him. He looked like he looked like Plies. You like you see Kirk Franklin, you see Plies. Hey, I'm coming at Doom. He definitely looks like Plies. He definitely looked like Plies. He's Plies with a ball face. I haven't seen Kirk Franklin since the Stone video. Yeah, Plies with a ball face. I know he's on Kanye's Life of Pablo Vigo song. Like an ultralight beam or some shit like that. He might have been on that song, I believe. Yeah. Was he on there? Yeah, he was on there. Yeah, he was at the end. Yeah, he was at the end. the song. We ain't finna get into that, Jimmy. Cut that Kanye bag. Yeah, we gonna fuck with that. We ain't fuck Kanye today. We all fuck with Donald. We all fuck with Donald. Let's see what y'all thought personally. Everybody thought about the Donald Glover's video. Especially white haters out here. Let's go around the table. That shit broke down. And so it broke down in so many ways because you had some. Mainly from black people. A lot of mm-hmm. black people. Some black people was like, "Oh, that nigga gay because of how he was acting in the video." Girl, I'm telling you, I'm, t- I'm telling yes. you how it broke down. A lot of black people was like, "Oh, that nigga gay." Some black people was like, "Uh, well, you know, well, the video is depicting the America." You know, what I'm saying they had their point of view about it, an objective point of view. Mm-hmm. But I think it broke down between those lines. Oh, he gay, or wow, that's art. It wasn't. People didn't really give it a fair. A fair depiction of what he really tried to do. Right, I think. right, right. Like I, I viewed it as okay. This is really how America is. Right. Like when he first did that shit in the video, I was feeling some kind of way. Like, yeah, oh, was, that nigga kind of. See what that nigga was like <laughs> when I first saw that. <laughs> but I'm open minded though. Right. I say okay, yeah, I'm gonna take this for what it is. Cause I understand based it's on yeah, yeah, based on the product that he puts out in the world. It's about creativity. It's about exactly. who he is. It's about his feelings about things. Exactly. So I took it as like, right, this is a real depiction of how America is. So yeah. I, that's how I took it. The only thing I would add to that, because I agree with everything you just said, I think uh, the black woman really had a problem with Donald, and they brought that up to the forefront. That had zero to do with the actual video itself. It was, he's in an interracial relationship. He has uh, kids by a white woman. And why it did wasn't that just up? the black woman, though. I, I, I can only speak on what I saw. Like okay. I, I, this, this is what I saw from my timeline and from my page. You okay. know what I mean? And a lot of black women were like, you know, nailing them to the cross right. because of that. And it's like y'all allowing yourselves to be distracted. Like that, what he, what he does in his spare time has zero to do with this video. Right? You know what I mean? I'm gonna be honest with you. I've had this conversation with a couple people, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know. 
the conversation got out of hand because what people do, you're right, in their personal life is their personal life. But the question that came up is like, how can you really support a cause if you're not supporting the foundations of that cause, which mm-hmm. is black love, the black family, mm-hmm. unification in the black community, mm-hmm. and things like that, and making sure that there's justice within the black community. So that's really the question that the people who actually had legitimate questions were about, not the people who just were trying to be petty. Right. But like for me, like I don't care that he's with a white woman, but what I do care about is this little argument where they say black girls ain't checking for geeks and dorks. Lies, lies, and more lies. Because I love a good nerd. I'm telling you. Like almost every guy that, that I... always or just now? Listen. Mm, every guy good that I've dated... This is America! Until <laughs> every guy, he's been <laughs> either extremely like. smart, extremely smart, he's been into some type of science, some type of math, some type of something, some type of chess club or something. Well, like, I feel, I even feel the like ones who had a little bit of swag to them, they were still super smart. It may be like in the hood... And they love anime. Yeah, I was gonna say like I think <laughs> it's not happening. Your, your that, was, that was my thing. Like, yeah. okay, what's the like the numbers as far? Maybe we don't know the numbers, but right. do you feel as though okay? Because you say that okay, you like a you know a guy who's more you know eccentric. Eccentric, yeah, yeah, yeah. But intelligence matters. But just like he said though, you know what I'm saying? Right? Where we come from, what's the chances of uh, uh, of that guy that childish Gambino guy in the hood actually Absolutely. vibing with? Absolutely. Right. And it's not only that; it's more so this one. Right? You being well, hold on, you chance, you ain't nothing like childish. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. 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 Let me well, where, well, where I went to school wasn't segregated like that because I went to school with Mexicans, Cambodians, white people, black people, Indians, everybody. Oh, have you ever had breast milk from Cambodian? <laughs> mm. Something wrong with you. I don't remember breast milk at all because I was a baby, but I'm pretty sure it only came from my. Yeah, you know, Ron was drinking breast milk. <laughs> you have to be breastfed. You got a breastfed demeanor. Wait, what? I was definitely breastfed. I'm just saying, I don't know who it was from. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but wait, oh, let's unpack this. Listening. What is a breastfed demeanor? I mean, what okay. exactly is that? I'm I'm like, let's unpack that. Like I that. think that breastfed babies. Uh, I started. Wait, uh, no, I think that breastfed children who are breastfed grow up more more in tune with who they are. No, oh, okay. to a certain gotcha. degree. As opposed to what the milk is bad, then what? Breast milk bad? How can breast milk be bad? Breast milk is the most natural milk. I mean, if the parent is... If they don't crack it, 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 if they don't it's the only moment. I'm sorry, retired. My lips are leaking. He wasn't breastfeeding. I got my lips leaking. He said his lips was leaking. Oh, <laughs> your lips was leaking. Malika lip. Oh, he said your lips was leaking. So that's what it sounded like you said. Oh, boy. Okay, let's move on. Personally, <laughs> I forgot what the fuck I was about to say now because you think it's the them on my lips. That was that was my main thing though. I, I felt like it was a lot of women that was just kind of like it was like knock it off. Like y'all know if Childs Gambino approach y'all in whatever club you're in. Mm-hmm. 
dressed like he was dressed in the video or just in general, you're not giving him the time of day. Well, let's talk about the black man is in that, general is that, is that, that becomes famous. who he is or before? I mean, I, I think I'll, I'll say before. Because I think maybe, maybe after you found out, okay, so he has some he status. So when did he meet Becky? Was it before or after he was... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but is this like a, a dear white people moment? It doesn't be Sarah. I mean, it, it could be Sarah, it could be Becky. I don't yeah, know. Probably. I've never really interacted Boring. with a black uh, with a white woman Boring. on that on that platform. So let me ask you, this question though: With the black men who are actually Drew, stop having sad conversation. But he's distracting you, so I'm, I'm, I'm directing so, it. Talking to me. So let me ask this question: So the black yeah. man who actually does achieve or attain some level of status, do you think that it's a problem that it's just like a, it's a staggering trend that most of those black men are not with African American women? I don't, because you have gentlemen like Jordan Peele who said, "Hey, I love black women, but black women didn't like me." Okay. This happened. This same. Fake outrages, because that's what I called it, fake outrages. Right. It happened when Get Out came out. Mm-hmm. And everybody found out, oh, Jordan Peele's married to a white woman. It's mm-hmm. like, he had to address it because of the outrage. Like, right. people are saying, hey, how can you have this stance? My thing is this, Jordan Peele, Donald Glover, they're still black men at the end of the day. Right, correct. Mm-hmm. So if we get pulled over by the Shannon police. Shark. Shannon Sharp. exactly. <laughs> another prime example. Come on, ask and we get pulled Shannon over. <laughs> we get pulled over by the police, guess what? It doesn't matter if we have a white woman or not. You're going to jail. We're going to jail. Mm-hmm. We're still going to have some form of, of, of abuse mm-hmm. from, from them because they're abusing their power. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean, oh, he has a white woman, so let me treat him a little different. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take away from his blackness. You know what I'm saying? And it was a lot of black women, and I, I personally took offense to it mm-hmm. because... That doesn't change who he is. He's still a black man in America at the end of the day. Correct. So he's still going to have the same problems, the same issues. Just because he's with a white woman, it might be a tad bit worse. Right. Because they might say, oh, you you, you one of them. You ain't got you a white woman. Mm-hmm. And they hate when we grab their women. Right. But you know what, though? A lot of times, I mean, like, we, yeah. Michael Jordan, he was with a black woman. Mm-hmm. Left his black woman, got him a white woman. Mara Rashad I was with a black woman. She white. Barbara Shots was with a black woman. He left his black woman, Felicia Rashad, one of the most black, beautiful black women ever. Mm. Left her, got him a white woman. Mm. But look, what, look where all this is implemented. Wait, like I, I work, I work with, uh, I work with kids from like sixth grade all the way up to high school. Mm-hmm. And last week we just had this topic of discussion with colorism, mm-hmm. and it it dived into something much deeper. Mm. Like all the kids want something light, yeah. or white. And so, like, at a very early age, our people are taught that black is bad. Yeah. As far as looks, as far as people. And it's it's a lot deeper than the segment with Oprah. Yeah. Right? Because, like, we were outside and and girls were like, oh, I can't be outside. I'm going to turn black. Like, Mm. what's the matter with being black? Like, Mm. you you have melanin in your skin that protects you from the sun. Right. Right? You have white people that want this color. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And even for me, like, me and my siblings were like the lightest people in our family. Mm-hmm. And we were called the light brights and all this. And mm-hmm. everybody swore that I was just going to marry a Becky or something like mm-hmm. that. Are you going to marry a white woman? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's just <laughs> weird. Who's the most lightest white woman on the English side? What are the fuck about you? I don't know. <laughs> but this is what I'm talking about. It's always one. But I lived on the north side for a, a, a long period of my life. Mm. And I went to school there. I lived on the south side. Mm-hmm. I lived on the south side. I went to school in the north. So I, on the north side, so I was always kind of forced 
to be and know like the value of respecting people of their color, their right. culture, and all that type right. of stuff like that. And so, like a lot of my friends don't get that. Mm-hmm. Like going past downtown. Yeah. To the north side, I was like, what the hell are you doing over here? Right. 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 I lived over here. Like, I lived on Wilson where mm-hmm. the Mongs and the Cambodians and the Indians ran the neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, it's, it's just crazy how we as a people are still kind of, like, forced into this, like, segregation. Mm-hmm. To where it's like, oh, that black person ain't this. Like, there's no, there's no unity yeah. with us as a whole. Yeah. Like, even, like, from jail Ooh. systems, all that type of stuff. Oh, like my that. God. And it was all, up. yeah, it was all mm-hmm. self-implication. Like, we were def- we were deflecting ourselves from the purpose of the entire video by that conversation in itself, who he's involved with mm-hmm. outside of his artistry. But like, that's a pattern of it. Of, of the black community. That's our pattern. I know, and that's what I was like on my personal Facebook page. I was but it like, wasn't for every black person. You're allowing yourself to be distracted, though, right? Because if you if you, if you ask, if we go into like the if you have a conversation of rap, mm-hmm. and then you ask like certain people, like what kind of music do they listen to? Childish Gambino was not going to show up on the radar of the person who listens to Future. No. For the most Absolutely. part. Absolutely. No, because like no, he's, he's a I, different angle of rap. I'll be honest, Drew's the one who told me about him. I didn't know nothing about no yeah, Childish right. Gambino. See, that's why I say we had this conversation a few episodes ago where you're talking about uh, rappers and then you have artists. Mm-hmm. Like, just like you say, Future's a rapper. Gambino was an artist. Yeah, he's definitely you know what I'm saying? He, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's he's gonna approach it from a level. He's gonna approach it. Yeah, he's gonna approach it from a level. He ain't dropped that's the beyond. You know what I'm saying? He Andre four thousand. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. A lot of a lot of our people, you know what I'm saying, right? When it comes to uh, artists really tapping into who their creativity, mm-hmm. it kind of alienates, you know. A certain segment of our people because they just want the quick microwave. I want, I want what's hot. I want, yeah. the, I want what's you know what's right next. It's here not right radio now. play. Mm. But, but, but he got, but he got one of the songs. He had one of the songs radio last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and it's yeah. and that's the thing. He was with Janae Aiko. No one oh, said anything. He was never with her. Yes, he was. He this just said before on the Breakfast she did, Club. Before on she, the Breakfast Club, he just said this week I was on, never on, with her. Neck, man, man. It's, it's, it's vibration, baby. I'm just trying to get a point across. No, but he's just saying, headphones. okay. Since I don't have headphones, I can't yeah. hear. You. Right. But he just said on the on the on the uh, breakfast club this week that he never had a personal relationship with her, like mm. a relationship. They had a business type relationship. Like okay. he did a song with her, she did a song with him. Mm-hmm. It was type of relationship that was not sexual. Mm. Okay, but this it was in, it was insinuated that they had a relationship. Was right. a song together. She's with Big Sean right now. Is there is there an issue? Have you heard an issue from anyone? No, no, no. I, my 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 shit stimulates back to the genius part. Like the same thing I said about Kanye is a lot of the things that have been said about him recently. It's like, oh, Childish Gambino or Donald Glover, whatever the fuck you want to call him, mm-hmm. he's genius. But you, it's, it's actual proof that he's a genius as opposed to Kanye. This man has he went to NYU. He went to school for this thing. He's an actual. Thespian. He's a real thespian. But that genius term is thrown out there a whole lot now. It is. I understand both of y'all point of views. But if you're gonna if you're gonna say between the two of them gentlemen, who's closer to a genius? I'm gonna go Donald Glover. I'm no. I'm gonna go Donald Glover because this gentleman has several things going on that Kanye could never do. I ain't gonna say never, but he's not done it thus far. He got Atlanta going on right now. He has a Star Wars movie going on right now. He had the hottest song arguably last year. Your ass is popping. All of, all of the, the hottest song arguably last year, Redbone. 
He didn't get on nobody radar, honestly, until Redbone got on on the radio last nah, year. He yes. got on the radar. Yes. He had stand up shows. He wrote for he wrote for that, that too. Rock. That too. whole community. He was he on been community. Popping. He yeah, had not been popping to the but he was masses that who want to be like the masses, meaning like people but our, Cardi community, B. our community. Our community. Motherfuckers who care about Cardi B would be the masses. Our community didn't know who Donald Glover was. They don't know who the fuck he is. This is my point. That's my point. So how y'all going to judge him? But they don't know who Steven, Steven Spielberg probably is either. But, but how how are you judging him for being with a white woman when you don't know who I'm the not person judging is? A white woman. I'm not talking. Not saying you. I'm just saying this was the largely what the problem was with the whole Donald again uh, a chat, Donald Glover thing. Excuse me. He can last date week. who he wants to date. That's this no week, problem right. with me. Mm-hmm. And the video was a great video to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I take nothing away from whoever he's dating when he makes the video. Mm-hmm. The video was great. I love the way that people are breaking down the video. Right. He, he has said personally, he has said nothing about the video. He just lets everybody else dissect. What he they said it's, it's, for, it's for you to interpret. It's right. substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and the way can, to me makes it art because mm-hmm. when an artist makes a picture, they don't be like they don't tell you what the picture is. It's exactly. your interpretation. Your interpretation. Of the picture. You go in the art gallery. It's your interpretation of that piece. It ain't what the artist thinks. Exactly. But. The genius word is now starting to be thrown away. Thrown, it's, not thrown it's, away, it's, but thrown, it's thrown around. around too much. Absolutely, but anything that deviates from the, you know, the the uh, the standard, whatever the standard but, but is, it, it is has considered deviated away from anything that has never existed. Personally, if you want to go back to the history, I was talking to Jesse last night. We were talking about the shit like Stevie, not Stevie Wonder, but like what's my man with the hoop? Boing boing boing, that motherfucker. Uh, Tommy Davidson. Not Nick oh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Bob Hope to Will Smith. Who has been referred to Will Smith as a genius? Will Smith actually could have been a genius. No, I'm not saying that. Are you talking about being a genius for the choices that they made? That's what I'm saying. Who has ever referred to him as that, though? I would say Will Smith a genius. You can say he's a successful individual, but is that the person that always is equated as being a genius look up the definition doing of genius. the norm no he needs to look up the definition because I, I, I need to know because no, all people you describe are falling to the when category when you say your definition of genius what is your definition no, look of up genius? the actual definition no no no, 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 no. I want to know your interpretation. Means, my interpretation my interpretation is genius let's look it up that's why I said I said last interpretation I don't think IQ I don't think IQ plays a role in this that's what I'm saying your person we're not talking about we're talking about the because you're having issue with you have an issue with gentlemen like uh, Donald Glover, Kanye, et cetera, et cetera. No, there's actually not just but IQ. A genius, I would say, it would be the first person to do something. Like, a person that did something and they, they wrote the book on how other people are doing it. Mm-hmm. He ain't doing nothing different than what the fuck Will Smith did. Mm-hmm. Will oh. Smith was the first Grammy. Clearly, he could rap at one point when rap was rap Rock back him, then. Rakim wrote that. Rakim did write <laughs> All of it? I knew he was going to Rakim was yeah. writing for him. That yeah. Big Willie style album Rakim, was actually. Big Willie style? I'm talking about parents who understand. Parents understand that was. No, you didn't let me finish my point. You didn't let me finish my point. Rakim was writing his rhymes initially. Big Willie style was all Nazir Jones. Frank not rap, but he sang. Frank Sinatra didn't write his shit. So, are we. Is that weird? What's the other nigga name? Tony, what was his name that was part of the rap pack? Tony Martin or some shit like that. That's who was Tony Martin. What you mean? I'm talking about the original rap. I'm talking about the original rap. Dean. Dean Martin. 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 That's who was responsible. All that shit. uh, Frank Sinatra was getting uh, acclaimed for. But Dean Martin was part of the rap. Hold on, we can say that too. Michael Jackson didn't write a lot of shit. He did. Stevie Wonder, Quincy Jones. He said, yeah. 
but they did do right. So that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying the word genius is just thrown around it so is. much. It's like look at the definition. People created some shit. Right so do you have the definition of genius? Okay, the definition of genius is exceptional intellectual or creative power or other natural ability or a person who is exceptionally intelligent or creative either generally or in some particular respect. So you don't have to invent nothing. So what's that nigga do with law and order? What's that nigga you do? You gotta do something. Dick Wolf? So, Dick Wolf. That nigga's uh, a genius. He's <laughs> a genius. You're just writing. He's just writing. He, but yeah, he knows how to tap into areas. Story. No, he's, he said from his definition it was about it's creating something. Yeah. Yeah. Creating okay, so, shit. so what's yeah. the difference between Donald Glover and Kanye? Well, Shonda Rhimes is a genius. They're creating. Because so? her behind creates stuff that has us all glued to I'm the just saying, like, it's, it's so much yeah. tied into it right now. Well, Why can't we let it manifest? It's drama. Maybe, you know, we like drama. Say no. Say it again. Say it again. her stuff is drama. It's not. No. We're not allowing it to manifest. We just throw titles out there. We just throw shit out there. And it's just like, it just has to stick. Oh, that person's a genius. But see, let this shit develop. People but have honestly, felt that way about Kanye, about Donald Glover for quite a while now. Like they have these co-followers that have called them this. Mm-hmm. Without, you know what I'm saying? Without right. question. I think, man, that anything that anything that Kanye do, Gambino do, that's out of the norm. That's not what standard society believes that standard society should do. Mm-hmm. I think that when they just step out the box. They get the genius tag. Anything out of the box. And I understand that. Yeah, I'm not saying that everything they do is dope. I'm just saying that the fact that they actually took what they feel and said, you know what, fuck it. I don't give a fuck how, what people say about it. This is how I feel. I'm going to do it. Right. So that's basically so just you, taking that step to be bold. Yeah. yeah. So I guess yeah. I'm a genius. So yeah. would you consider Kendrick I was about to say so. Who would y'all uh, yeah, all consider Kendrick, a everything is, is, is Kendrick flawless to me. Because I'm going to be honest mm. with you. The his earlier shit is not. Reminded me I still do. I can listen videos. to it now. I still horrible. Listen to his earlier shit. you talking about before Section 8? It reminded me of a Kendrick video. Yeah. The photo. I would say this. I don't think I don't think Kendrick will go as far as Gambino did with his video. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm positive. Wait, say that again. Hmm. I said I don't think Kendrick was going as far as far as uh, Gambino. Look, I look. You, uh, I, I can just agree. Look, I just, oh, look, I'll, I'll take, take I'll take Kendrick in the more further. I was going to say, no, I agree. dude. I'm gonna tell you why. We get we get Kendrick way too much credit. I'm gonna tell you why. I give Kendrick enough credit. I'm gonna tell you why. We get Kendrick way too much credit. So I'm gonna tell you why. Because I feel like Kendrick is gonna reach the the group of people that Childish Gambino does. But he's also got the whole hood behind him. Yeah. But Kendrick all had around to, the world. Kendrick had to downgrade. Like view, Kendrick right? had to downgrade to get the hood. The hood. Why do you feel like no, the hood already with him? Damn was not that album, bro. Like damn, damn, damn was not. Like no, they, it was not. Butterfly was though. The Pimple Butterfly was the album. All this album. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, damn, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. I said to Pimple Butterfly. Why nobody listen to that shit? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To Pimple, to Pimple, to Pimple, to Pimple Butterfly was supposed to get all of this acclaim that Damn is getting. Damn on some real shit. Six songs. That's it. Knock it off if you talking about the rest of that shit. Cause it's not. Cause it's not. To Pimple Butterfly was his was one of his best albums. I personally. Feel like Section 80 is his best shit. That's me personally. Damn, knock that shit before. How, how, how many tracks on Childish Gambino? The whole thing? Oh. It ain't came out yet. See, I'm 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 awkward. I like shit like that. The I like whole different shit. Entire, that's, that's but rough. you know what though? When you say Timber to Timber Butterfly, I, I think that when, he, when, when I don't look, look when he do a song like These Walls, I don't think that people 
in the hood wanted to take the time to actually understand what they, what they were talking about. Mm. That shit go people ass. But that shows you much radio for like that. Right? That shows you how far. But it, it, it forces people to think. That shows like you how far. When I started listening to Nas, I went back and went to the dictionary to see what the fuck that nigga was talking about on certain shit. He didn't say a word. If I didn't know that shit, I was going in the dictionary. What's the dictionary? Looking and trying to see what the hell he talking about. Music now, I don't have to do that shit. There's nothing making me doing that. Damn did not make me do that shit. Damn did not do that. Hold on, so when you listen but to... Uh, oh, hold on, damn. When you listen to Duckworth. Duckworth told the story. I said just because it doesn't make you grab a dictionary or something. Doesn't make it ain't, no, it doesn't necessarily have to make me grab a dictionary. Because uh, Bobby Digital go all over the place. Like, yeah. we, 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 we ain't we even get on Wu-Tang. Uh, no, not with Big C, Especially not with He's a different type of rapper. We're not going to get on Wu-Tang. He's, not, he's a genius, though. He is. He is. I'm just saying. In his own way. He's yeah. definitely a genius. I feel, like, I feel like they said, hey, you know what? We didn't give to Pimp a Butterfly uh, the respect and the props and all of the stuff it, des- it deserved. So we're going to make it happen with this damn project. Now, who is we? Status quo, whoever you may feel the powers that be may be. You know what I mean? Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly was a very pro-black album to me, and, and, and from from for for Kendrick to be coming from Cali mm-hmm. to just be snapping back like really from Chicago by way of we, Chicago. He ain't from Chicago. No, ain't. His, His family's from, from Chicago. Chicago. He not from Chicago. He visited from Chicago. That's a big difference. Shit, That's a big difference yeah. than visiting and being from. Because you can hear that family on that on the Mudlows. For them to like, hey, this dude got real life bars to it a whole. Cali, like, hey, yeah, he the truth. Yeah, like, oh, and I don't want y'all to think I interpret that I'm taking away from Kendrick. Kendrick is a great artist. I know it do, and that's why I got to explain this because he's a great artist, but he's given us better than his damn project. That's that's not what the that's what not what damn is. Damn is basically what the 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 record label needs you to make. No, damn is what he felt like he had to make no. for the people. I think that the first to, the first studio album. I'm gonna tell you was good. Was great. What what was that? Uh, good kid, Mad City. Good kid, Mad City was great. You know mm-hmm. why? That's my favorite Kendrick album. But it gave you a little bit of everything. But when it comes to selling albums, mm-hmm. I can't sell albums off you being strictly political. You can't. That's what you can't. But no, that's the sacrifice in your artistry. Are you doing this for art or are you but doing this you for got money? A deal. You ain't putting. Are you doing this for art or you doing it for money? Though that's my point. This isn't a chance album. This is not independent. I need money back off my return. I he gave get, you money he to get, make an album. He gets money get off of the, he's getting money off the tour, though, brother. That he gets money off the tour. He, that's, that's, it's about to level up. He was album. with Reebok. He was with Reebok. Then went to Nike. That's not selling out. I'm not saying he sold he's out, but popular. the perception. He's popular off the first album. He's still popular off the second album, mm-hmm. but as far as a record label, I can't sell to Pimp a Butterfly. No, damn I, is the safe app. You, you will buy it. You will buy it. Mm-hmm. You will buy it. But the the motherfucker who likes backseat freestyle, the person who likes uh, the drinking song, he don't want to hear to Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. He wants more of the shit that he heard before. And you know what? When it comes to making an album, I've always said this: mm-hmm. albums need to be fucking complete. It can't be a bias towards this thing, a bias towards this thing. An album needs to be complete. But every damn wasn't a complete, complete project, though. Uh, from what you're saying, it was. It gave good you Kid Mad City. Good Kid Mad City was the complete kid, project. It gave you some Good Kid Mad City. It gave you some. I see what y'all saying. Every 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 every, 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 every album. It, it gives look, you a. 
every kid's family has a single song. Every kid's family has a single song. Let's see what we got. What did you play in the club off of the other, the second album? Every Kendrick album has a song that you can play in the club. No. Yes, he does. What's the second album? Yeah. What's, what's your right. second album? It's all right. Exactly. You play. You heard you that all the time. Play that shit in the club. But you can't. It's a song. They, they, they played it in the club. It's a when club song. When, when the last time? When the last time? That was the closest thing he had. When the last time you been in the club? When the last you been in the club? I ain't been in the club in a very long fucking time. So you can't say what's gonna get played in the club. That shit beats in the club, man. All right. You can't say what's gonna get played in the club. You know why? You know why I be in the club? Because it sounds just like that Rick Ross song. No, tell me. First off, you just tell me about the club. You niggas ain't been the club. The last person to play the club is Drew. No, he ain't. He don't even go to the club. He don't go to the club. He go to the bar. He don't go to the club. He have never been to a club. Not been to a club. We the Reds, man. That's not a club. It's a fucking shitty bar. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. We put Kendrick on his pedestal. We say he the greatest. Blah blah blah. You think he the greatest of the generation? Who's our favorite generation? Easily greatest. Okay, so what's your top three in this generation? Kendrick is number one. Okay. Kanye number two. No, 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 he ain't part of this generation. I'm going to take your mic. How not? Because he can't be for him. Alright, okay. What is I'm talking about current guys. Okay, so how do we bring our generation? What the fuck is this nigga talking about? No, I'm just saying. Your what? top three of this current generation. Right now, this, this current, current generation is definitely Kendrick. Okay, who else? And Drake right after that. Okay. That's hard. It's point blank yeah. period. We can't top three. Okay. I don't care if you don't like him. I, I like Drake, so keep going. I don't care if you don't like him. Round it up. Number three has to be like... Cole, J. Cole. Yeah. You gotta go Cole. You gotta just go Cole. I, go I say Cole. that too. Yeah, I say Drake. And that's if you like lyrics. I say Kendrick. And that's only if you like Kendrick lyrics. Cole, you go Kendrick. any other way, you be like, Look, undoubtedly. No, not necessarily. Kendrick. Not necessarily. When, you, when, you talk, when you're talking about the top artists of this generation, if I'm gonna give you a five, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, like you said, Kendrick. I'm gonna say Cole. I'm gonna say Drake. I'm gonna say, um. In that order or? Not in that order, just saying. Now, that's the order I have, man. Uh. Wale is one of my top lyricists. He almost threw up. He kind of <laughs> fell off a little bit. He, he fell, fell off, off, but he like he, at the bottom. He, he, of the it top was by choice, though. He's by choice, and then how you can make it? You can make a case. Oh, you can on. make a case for Big Sean. How Shine. do you fall off by choice? I can argue Big Sean definitely up there. You can make a case for Big Sean. He doesn't get enough credit, but he's definitely yeah. up there. Yeah, this album was that would be my five. That would be my five. You know what I'm saying? But I think. Um, I just feel like damn wasn't it for me, man. Like I'm but sorry. That's personal though. That's that's your personal. Yeah. What does personal I feel, world I, say I, about Because I, I feel like to Pimple Butterfly was was Kendrick in his pure I, I essence. Like you. that was him. That. But the record label needs to sell. It's kind of. I, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn about the record label about Carter if, I'm, if I'm Kendrick. Oh, if I got man. a purpose. How does that feel I'm, about Carter Three? Huh? Talk about Lil Wayne. Yeah. We talk about Lil Wayne right now. I'm at this quick question. How does that feel about Carter Three? That's what damn was. Now, Ooh, we, when, when did that come out? Paul, yeah. Are we factoring when in? When did the come out? The Ghost Riders behind that, or are we just. Hold on, you can say he's saying about Drake too. The success. Drake got Ghost, right. Ghost Riders You're too. Definitely right. The set. The success um, of the Carter 3. Success wise. And the hype. Success wise, he probably was at the top of his game back when Carter 3 came out. That's what damn is. To but me. That's, like, that's what damn is to me too. I agree. Oh, that's shit. his version. Yeah, fucking up, man. That's going to say top three fucking Drake, Chief Keith, and Young Thug. Who said that? Chief Keith. So Who said that? Ricky, Rick, Rick Flair. Yeah, that's his vibe. Oh, he bought it. Who's Ricky? <laughs> that's his, that's his vibe, though. That's hey, his hey, vibe. Hey, hey, no, hey, fuck hey, Rick. <laughs> take your head out your butt, bro. Chief Keith. Hey, what the fuck is that, man? What's up, Sosa? What fifty say you lost your rabbit ass man? <laughs> nigga. What you talking about? No, we all we all got different arguments, all different rounds. Gotta take my glasses off to that. Because you know what? You from Grand Cross and saying stupid stuff like that. That's his style though. And he over thirty, nigga. He's our age. Like, oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's some shit. Twenty eight, 
eight year old on the verge of thirty so go to the club and say. Like, like, I, I, I like Love Sosa too, nigga. But damn, look, it's always it's it's gonna be two or three rappers that may not be in your list, may be in my list, may not be in your list, may be in but my list. Chief Keith shouldn't be in none of them. Unless you're from Six Thirty Cottage Grove, King Drive, and shit like that. And okay, I'll work over there. And like, that's your no man. Real quick, real quick. Why are we talking about Chief Keith? Do y'all feel like Chief Keith uh, uh, fathered this whole mumble rap movement? He fought. He followed this whole drill. drill. Um, Soldier boy. Um, Soulja who else got on phone, that? Though. No, but he kind of fathered that. He made a way for Chief Keith. Oh, yeah, without yeah, without yeah. Soldier boy, there is no Chief there is no Chief Keith. Yeah, without with Chief Keith, there is none of these dudes in Chicago rapping. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's At true. all, yeah, I agree with you. I agree, I agree with you on that. Gucci too. I was like Gucci. No, I respect Chief Keep's house. Shout out to I, I shout out. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like people keep mimicking him and imitating. He keep changing it over. That's how Bobby Smurda was, man. The New York version. New York version. Chief Keep. Yeah. Other way around. But I don't think he, he was. He wasn't able to keep up his own style. Who? Chief Keep. Keep. Even listen to his new music. He, I mean, for some reason, I've been listening to Chief. Because people keep trying to rap like him. They can still rap like him, but he can't rap like his old self. Like he's trash. Now he really can rap. He really can rap like, 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 like FBG Duck. Yeah. He can really rap. If he stopped the gang bang, he got the hottest hit out right now with what that about slime. King Louie, yeah, He can rap. He can yeah. rap so good. He writing for uh, Kanye. Yeah. We know that's he can who, rap. That's who so kicked off Drew. Who? Pac-Man, actually. Louis. Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. Pac-Man. Well, Louis was Y'all call him Pac-Man? Pac-Man. Okay. He was the person who put it down for the drill music. He got killed with Lero. And they were signed to like Jim Jones and all that, but they got killed, locked right. up, all that type of stuff like okay. that. But you gotta pay homage to Pac Man first before you get King Hill. Now he kept it going, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because he was from that whole, from that whole side of town, murder town, like over there, mm-hmm. third, uh, west of Cottage Grove. Yeah. But okay. yeah, you, you you gotta pay homage to to what Keith did. He made it, he made a way for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, with the whole YouTube and we doing this, we doing that. Yeah. And then so a lot of people tried to imitate what he was doing, but a lot of people just really can't rap. Like the kids, they off pills, they off weed, they off yeah. all that type of stuff. They just that's what I say. It, yeah. it was an era that came up where it was anti drug, then it was uh, fascinating about selling drugs, and then now they using drugs. You know all what I'm saying? the drugs. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Don't on, even on top of being on drugs, yeah. like Ritalin, yeah, all that. Yeah. <laughs> and the hustler back in the day, he didn't do no drugs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, not, not the real hustlers. Man. Shout out to Donald Glover, though, man, because he, he got this conversation. Like, we, we, how, how, we got a nice little conversation. Hey everybody, it's Saul the Jet Rodriguez here with your weekly baseball report from the Chauvinist Pigs podcast. Starting off in Chicago where the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox just concluded the Crosstown Classic. The Cubs took two out of three and are 21-16, and 16, which is best for third in the tight NL Central. After struggling a bit, they came back this week and swept the Marlins in three and of course beat the Crosstown rival White Sox two games out of three. Due in large part to the bats of Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo is heating up as Chris Bryant is hitting 308. Rizzo is hitting 321 in their past seven games. And also not only them, but the catcher Wilson Contreras is hitting a crisp 353. And all three Cubs, their past seven games, 
combined for 10 home runs. It's easy to get lost in the Cubs' bats when you look at their success, but their bullpen has been one of the biggest parts of that. After Sunday, their bullpen ERA is third best in the National League. Next up is the Southsiders, who are 10-27 and 5th and in the AL Central. They, of course, lost the first two out of three on their quest for the Crosstown Cup in 2018. Also, earlier this week, they lost a quick two-game set to the Pirates. Silver lining still being Matt Davidson, who is the main power source for the White Sox. He does have six home runs in his last 15 games while also hitting 340. So not only are the homers coming, but the contact still is improving. The White Sox young pitching staff continues to grow. Led by Carson Fulmer, Reynaldo Lopez, and Lucas Giolito, they continue to grind. Lopez has probably been the one that's seen more success. But Giolito and Fulmer, through their hardships, continue to grow. And in the long run, it'll definitely help them. And also manager Rick Renteria is hoping he's found his closer, which they've struggled to do so all season, in the 27-year-old right-hander Bruce Rondone, who in his last six and a third innings has yet to allow a run, which includes a clean ninth inning in the 5-3 victory over the Cubs on Sunday. Next up for them is two at Pittsburgh and four at home against the Texas Rangers. Now for a little bit around the majors. We'll start off with James Paxton of the Seattle Mariners. The Canadian left-hander became the fifth Mariner pitcher in history to throw a no-hitter. And the best part was is that he threw it in Canada, in Toronto, against the Blue Jays. From West Coast to East Coast, the Washington Nationals are now heating up after a slow start. They are 8-2 in their last 10. And it's due in large part to the consistent and dominant arm of Max Scherzer. And, of course, the powerful bet of Bryce Harper. Now for who's hot and who's not. The Philadelphia outfielder Adubo Herrera is hitting 389 in his last seven games with five home runs and 15 RBI. While Manny Machado from the Baltimore Orioles is hitting 370 and has 11 RBIs in his last seven games. So that'll definitely boost his trade value as the talks of Manny Machado being traded start to heat up. And, of course, got to talk about the Cincinnati Reds. Now, we have mentioned them a couple times on who's not this year. So let me remind you, we're talking about who's hot. The Cincinnati Reds have won six games in a row. And they're coming off a sweep of the defending NL champion, Los Angeles Dodgers. So that'll definitely boost the morale in Cincinnati. Now, in the who's not, we'll talk about Christian Villanueva. The third baseman for the Padres, who went off in April, who was actually the rookie of the year is hitless in his last 38 Bs, and that's actually the longest stretch for a Padres rookie ever. The player of the week is easy, of course. James Paxton for the Seattle Mariners with his 16 Ks and his no-hitter was an easy pick. Now time to look at the standings in the American League in the East. The Red Sox and the Yankees are neck and neck, tied for first with equal records of 28 and 12. In the Central, the Cleveland Indians lead the Minnesota Twins by a game and a half. And in the West, the Houston Astros lead the LA Angels by a game, with the record being 26-16. and 16. In the National League, the Atlanta Braves continue to lead the NL East, with a record of 24-15. and 15. In the Central, things are very tight as well. The Milwaukee Brewers lead the Cardinals and Pittsburgh Pirates by a half a game, while the Cubs, they lead them by a game, 
with uh, the Brewers having a record of 24 and 17. In the NL West, the Arizona Diamondbacks lead the Colorado Rockies by two and a half games, the D backs record being 24 and 16. And that'll do it for this week's baseball report. I am Saul the Jet Rodriguez from the Chauvinist Pigs podcast. Thank you for listening. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at Saul underscore R26. Uh, Until next week, everybody. of somebody's uh, uh, unadulterated fucking creativity. A lot of people don't like things they don't understand. Yeah, but but we need to be able to say that too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody gonna be able to admit it? Like, I don't understand this, so it's not for me. Yeah, that's your back. But that goes back to like systemically, Mm -hmm. like how we're raised. Right. Absolutely. We're not raised to express how we feel verbally. Yeah. Absolutely. By the time you you know how powerful your voice is, yeah, it's too late for a lot of people. Yeah. Like people won't like. Tell them how you feel. All right, so I'm I'm curious because we had this conversation last week. I I hate to bring up something from last week, but we were talking about the Kanye issue last week. And based on what you're saying right now, I would really like to know what your thoughts on that being that Kanye personally to me, it doesn't feel like he understands the power within his voice and and, and, and what he can convey when, when he says something. Like he has a following, so he's responsible for that following in a sense. I feel like, for one, I feel like it's a whole bunch of publicity stuff. Mm-hmm. And then some of his reasonings of saying stuff, I think, is out of conf- out of confusion mm-hmm. and kind of like anger with itself. Mm-hmm. Like I still, I still, th- I still feel like he's mad about you know not being accepted into the this other level of life, mm-hmm. like with the whole yeah. clothing and everything. He like that. With like that with, like that anger that he brought towards Sway, like that came from a whole nother another place. Another place. I agree. Like that came from like, why can't I be accepted? Mm-hmm. Right. Like to these right. people. These t- these people being like past rich, like the wealthy and, and pretty much the white. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you did all this stuff as a black man to be accepted and accredited to this level of life mm-hmm. and they shot you down. Right, right, right. right? You that's, that's why all that anger came to a sway, is, is my opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. It was all that, Well, honestly, what I think is that, like, a lot of times I feel like we, as a people, are a little sheepish. Mm-hmm. Because this man has a right to live his life how he wants to, regardless of whether or not he's in the limelight or he's in entertainment. First of all, number one, he is an entertainer. He is not an activist. Mm-hmm. He is not a political leader. He is not somebody who's trying to lead us to the next level. Mm-hmm. Now, he has made music that was about, you know, uh, I, from what I understand, I haven't listened to all his music, but I have heard songs when he was talking about how, you know, there were certain injustices in the black community. He's talked about certain things like that in his music. And what he's talking about now, like, this is his personal opinion. I actually had this conversation with somebody else. I don't necessarily think the dude is crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that dude is number one. I agree with you. Uh, trying to figure out, or he's he's lashing out like a kid who's having a temper tantrum. Number mm-hmm. one, uh, because number one, he feels like he's not accepted, and number two, he feels like, hey, this dude is um, financially benefiting me. So why should I have to be mad at somebody who's benefiting me financially? Mm-hmm. This is a business decision for him. Like at this point, I don't necessarily feel like 
he really has the black people in view completely. He definitely does have a right to have his own opinion, as we all do. Right. He has a right to live his own life, as we all do. And I feel like sometimes we can ha get caught up in this thing where people are supposed to be an example for us. No, they didn't sign up to be an example for you. Yeah. They but signed up to be an entertainer. To That's me, it. To me, he comes off as a person who really wants white acceptance. Agreed. Agreed. And then that's the biggest problem I have with like the culture of rap or the people that we put forth. They want that white acceptance. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I say white acceptance, I mean like when it comes to like Grammys. Right. Niggas was Jay Z's on the front row with his daughter and his wife. Mm -hmm. He'll go to the Grammys. Right. The nigga won't go to the BT Awards. Mm -hmm. The nigga won't go to the Soul Train Awards. Mm -hmm. When it's for you. Now right. is that before or after it was bought out? I don't give a fuck when. I mean, if, I mean to me, that, that makes a representation of us, though. Not really. If you sold it, then... But hold on. If he sold it, but in, but the Grammys... He sold are, BET to But the Grammys are still been white since the beginning. So right. what's but the I, difference when, when, if you go to the BET? When I say black acceptance, I mean, like, the shit they would have showed up for in 97, mm -hmm. they won't show up for the day. Mm -hmm. But them same white folks been showing up for the same event since 60s. You know what I'm saying? They show up. Way before them, though. It's always different. It's all different than like the Met Gala or whatever the shit is. You only right. showing up because it's what, popular. What is it's the Met what's Gala? The, it's the new thing. For, no, it's not new. It's, it's, it's been around it's for It's like an artistic benefit. It's an artistic benefit. And they benefit. have some type of um, theme, theme every, every year. year. And you have to like dress within that theme. So, I mean, what's it for? Though? What is it benefiting? I mean, it's, what is it's some children. I, I think it's like an art museum or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. I can't. Neither here nor there. But when, I, when it comes to like these awards and these awards that you want to be accepted for, you want an accolade, you want everything that the Grammy. Mm -hmm. So everybody puts everything on the Grammy. You know, it'll be like an Oscar for an actor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we already know that we were not accepted for a long time. Mm -hmm. So why do we? As our most popular people in our culture mm -hmm. stand for this shit, like they really want to go to the Grammys, but I can't get you to come to the BET Awards. I think it's that shit bothers the fuck out of me. It's like you will go to their yeah. shit, but you won't come to our shit. All the reason, all the reason, and then you don't win, but it's you'll like, be mad. But it's like he just said though, going to the BET Awards is still going to their shit. BT is owned by Viacom. Black people don't own Viacom. That's great. Right. No, I'm not saying great, but I mean like, but oh, you already oh, know what you know what it is. You when know you what come it represents. In. You know what it. Represents. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying going you to BT. You don't own too much of shit. Going right. to BT matters none. Like I can see if you're saying going to the Soul Train, that shit pops up on what you what's your favorite show? Bounce TV. <laughs> your bet your favorite channel. You pop up. <laughs> Jay Z pop up on Bounce TV. Tell me them ratings don't jump up the next day. They do. Yeah. You know what? He don't show up. Right. He will, he will show up for the white shit. Right. Mm -hmm. His wife shows up for the white shit. But I think it's because honestly, that's trash as fuck. And is. we buy his albums, we support these we niggas' do. albums, but they don't support the people. Mm -hmm. So same way they yeah. some uh that uh that the whole album is about fucking like financial freedom, but you charge your motherfuckers a thousand dollars for a ticket. You don't think that I feel like he pushes the black agenda? Well, Jay Z is about self empowerment. He no. got time. No, he's about self empowerment. He's, yeah, so, he's really so, no, no. He's the most he, self empowered he's black person. He's been I would say with power. Yeah, that actually can you, we can have some type of relation to to a certain. Yes, degree. but I you can't be using it only for the white agenda. No, well, what do you mean the white agenda? agenda though? What do, what do you mean by only the white agenda? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, tight. <laughs> <that shit. laughs> what real tight? Do <laughs> know, right? For the black people. So you feel like nothing Jay Z does 
empowers or affects the black people. He's damn near. He may not want to admit it, but he's damn near under the same Kanye act. So look, no, who, who black? No, who black actually is the most empowering black person? You think? Who you think that is in the black entertainment sphere? Willie Wilson, nigga. Oh, nigga, you good. Come on, you man. Knock it off. Probably Oprah. Knock it off. No, she's oh, Motherfucker didn't write a check because he was like, I never wrote a check. I never wrote a check in years. I think, honestly, a lot of uh, the black people who get really popular fall under the syndrome of rich black people or, or, or the richness syndrome to where they think that, oh, I'm rich, uh, so I no longer have these problems that the common black person will have. But it's like, dude, you're still black. Like, they're not going to accept you. Right. Like, no matter how much money you make, you're still going to be a black man. A black person. And, and this is my you thing. Can't, you'll never reach the ceiling. So why not big up our shit that they already want? They True. already want our shit. True. What True. makes their shit popular if we like it? We drive their shit. They, mm-hmm. They're not popular without us. Right. We, That's correct. We set the standard for what the fuck is popping. So if we set the standard at if you don't give a fuck about it being a BT or about white people, regardless, it's still black time entertainment television. If these motherfuckers showed up and sat on their front row the same way they showed up and sat in their front row for the Oscars, mm-hmm. the viewership goes up. Correct. Awareness goes up. Correct. Because people are still tuning in, and the masses were more so of black people were tuning into BT awards. We go tuning into the fucking. Oscars or Grammys because it don't even depict our shit. We don't. Right. We can't. You can't hold attention to it because it ain't not talking about shit that we can even re- relate to. So tell me this. Yeah, the, like let, let's say. Horse. What let, the hell movie is that? Yeah, let's say Jay Z or somebody end up showing up at the BT World. Would it be? Would, would that be a genius move? It would be a genius. <laughs> <laughs> <Just say. laughs> that would be, hey, be, be a conscious move. Last time Jay Z showed up to a BT award. Bro, volume volume three to stop Chris Brown from performing. (laughs) This is what happened with Rihanna. Rihanna. Wow. Really? Took it back. Damn. If we're being completely factual. I think your argument with Jay Z, the only thing I'll say is. I don't want to use his name per se, but I'm just saying. No, no, no. I feel like people of his stature do not show up for shit that actually pertains to us. Right. I, don't, I disagree with it. I think he really uh, uh, shows up to things he thinks is, is going to increase his, his status. He is. And what are you talking about him in general? He him said, and, no, him man, and his wife. Listen, him no. and his wife. Not Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. And, 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 and if he has ownership in it. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if Jay-Z goes and buys Bounce TV, he's going to appear at every award show that they, 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 they put on, on there. And it's going to be on title. Why? Right. He has a vested well, interest in that. Right. Well, let me ask you this, though. Mm-hmm. In, the, in this time, this day, this era right now, they don't even want to see Jay-Z mm-hmm. at the BET Awards. The BET Awards is for the next popping hood, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After that, the next level, MTV, and so forth and so on. Like mm-hmm. they, they don't want to see Jay-Z. Right. These kids like Jay-Z, they're old mother. Like, knock it off. Oh, he's like rap guy. But not to them. Not to them. I think Jay-Z is rap god to everybody who's inspiring to be a He's respected. I wouldn't say he's the rap god. To us. To us. Who the fuck would be above Jay-Z as far as like rap god? To them, future. Who alive. To them, future. Nas. To them, you know what I'm saying? Us. Us, you'll get a different, you'll get a name. Like, okay, if we be, if, if we just being, you know, not necessarily PC, if we just being general about it, right, Jay-Z is probably considered the best rapper, you know, of the, last, we ever. Of the last 25 years. Yeah. He's the most successful one. Yeah, I guess. No, we can say lyrically. If we just being, if we just talking in general terms, you just going to Jay-Z as that he top. He pushed the standard. 
the last 25 years. He's, I'm not saying he's he made every way possible. He he's driving the. If there's a car, he's the driver. Mm. And everybody in the fucking back. Even time he drop an album, even the 444, even though he's fucking 50, niggas are still like, yo. You know that, Jay? Hey, Jay was the but first I like, person. I, like I know what a Bentley is because of Jay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like a 4.0 to 4.6 because of Jay. Yeah, yeah everybody. 30 to 40 grand, cock sucker beat it. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah and the pop is drinking a quarter water. With a quarter water. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Iconic. I love Iconic. Jay. Only ho. I love Jay. Only ho. But he's not better than Nas. But he's yeah. smarter than Nas. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite Nas album? Outside of Illmatic. I know everybody. I don't know if you go, I am. I am? Really? I can go to sleep, wake up, go back to sleep, and still listen to That's it. That's the hot take. What's your favorite one? It was, it was written. It was written? Yeah. It was written to sleep. I'm up with him. I am. I like I am too. So y'all don't I got that CD stole like three times on high school. <laughs> <laughs> somebody stole. Did you buy the video? Actually, I was at CBS, my freshman year. Oh, okay. Girl stole that joint and yeah. that bass joint every time. Like, wow. I was just a sucker, man. Wow. wow. What's, what's, the, what's, what's else on the document, man? Because we, we, we wait. Uh, he told us the fabulous shit, man. I, I had other shit on there. You know, we had we be getting that. We were talking about that shit for a minute. Hold on, We've so been having, but we having good conversation, though. So, what's all yeah, good? Hold on, hit the Tierra Marie sex tape. They got leaked. She got a face mm-hmm. bust. Who wants to see that? I didn't see that. I heard of it. I saw like, pictures. Yeah. I saw pictures. It wasn't like flat. You saw, I no. sent video. You saw the video? I saw the video. How you, you see the video, Tim? It's on the same Instagram. Tim bought it. Tim bought it. Tim bought it. Tim get on Twitter is repost porn. It's on Instagram. It's the porn guy. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. So when she got skeeted on? Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, the, you don't see the skeet part. But, but you see the it's a it's a picture of it's a picture of oh, a skeet, skeet residue on the face. You see, so her, you see her giving why fellatio. Why is that so bad? It isn't bad about it. I'm just I just want to I understand it. You see her giving fellatio. Know, what she did is probably what eighty five percent of women do tonight. Yeah. God damn it, shit. It don't, you know, ain't nothing special about it just because she's Tierra Marie. It's just because he was Tierra Marie. Tomorrow. Damn, Tierra Marie. That's like a yeah. weak, weak, weak publicity pool. Like. Yeah, they, I think they do do that too. Like, release this because my name ain't really on the streets like it was. Is she still on that reality show? She's yeah. still on um, um, Love and Hip Hop. Is Can it I LA? Honest, I don't even know who she is. She was she's a singer. She was on. She was on. She was supposed to be. You a singer? She was supposed to be. I am a singer, but the next Aaliyah. She's supposed to be Rihanna. Now, they came at the same exact time. They came at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't pop for her. No. Got it. That's that's the move. Now you 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 release you know something. You don't make it so you do something crazy. She tried. She tried to act. She tried to act fake (laughs) outrage. Whatever. She still has the connection with Ray J. Oh, okay. You know this crazy undying sexual bond. I mean, who doesn't have a connection with God? He's he's known. They say he's the only one to get away, get out. Everybody else got stuck by those. You got low so. Yeah. Yeah, I brought her the phone. I'm gonna call her name. You finna call her a bro? Yeah, that's how you see my child. We, we, we get along like that. Um, interesting. Mm. You know I'm a mandated state reporter, right? I'm, t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 80% good. But the. F- she took my phone. I don't need my document anymore. So I'm fab and fab, well, fab, like yeah, I guess Emily went to court for her domestic violence, thing and she was and, with him. And fab showed up. Nigga. Hold on, was, oh, were they together or he showed up? They were together. together. They were together. Like, oh, okay, so you know how that's gonna go. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how that supposed to work because I know in the in the state of Illinois, if a person shows up to a court case for domestic violence, the state is going to automatically pick it up. It don't give a fuck if you show up or not. It's the state I choice think, to pick I it up. I think it may be like if it's contractually, if it hasn't to do with their contract, 
and love and hip hop and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That he may be able to wig out. The okay, smart enough to use that. Yeah. But other than that, hold on. Look, I also I, I this is a theory because what because what's what's the nationality? She is Hispanic, ain't she? She's Dominican, probably. Dominican. They say all the Dominican. Dominican women. That's what they say now. This is a theory. Dominican women, you know what I'm saying, right? They are. They fight you. They are the most, like, you know, the most vicious women when it comes to relationships. They say that about black women? Uh-huh. No, that's what they say. I ain't saying I'm saying it. I'm just saying this. They say Dominican women are the last women you want to fuck with in, you know, in, in the relationship when it comes to arguments and shit because they take it too far. Drew, you had a Latin woman. Is this correct? Nigga, she wasn't Dominican. <laughs> I said Latin. But they take it too far. They take it a step beyond. Like, okay, maybe a black woman would have been like, you know what? I'm not calling the police or you. Fuck you. We're just going to fight. I ain't never had none of them shits with none of my relationships. <laughs> and I won't. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying I'm not uh, saying that, you know, what not they did wasn't. Yeah, what they did wasn't, you know, wasn't wrong. I don't know for what reason what happened. Who knows? Maybe it was just for the fucking TVs and all that. Mm-hmm. But I guess when the police is involved, shit didn't get taken too far. Mm-hmm. But the fact they ain't in court together. That seemed like you know what? Look, let's let's walk in together and make make them show that hey, we we are back as one. And, and he's and he's officially put a ring on her finger. Officially, yeah. What I what I say when we had that episode? He gonna say I'm a changed person. Didn't I say he said that? <laughs> Didn't I say? Hey, and Jimmy put a ring on her finger. Yeah, he saw yeah. that picture of that baby looking like Cam. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened. We got the uh, Gucci man and Keisha. Chrissy touched it in Miami. Chrissy touched it in Miami. Max B said it. So I mean, do y'all feel like the life was so exciting? I mean, you know, I don't can, can I talk my shit again? Like I said, it was that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, you know, he touched it in Miami. I said it was that. <laughs> but that's usually how it happens, though. You know, she she still want that rolling. You know what I mean? She still want that big house. She still want that Bentley in front of the crib. Like, it's women out here she that still want to throw it in the bag. It's women out here that want to throw it in the bag. Like, I, and I'm not saying that to throw women under the bus, but it's some women that do put that financial status above everything else, and ain't willing to deal with that shit. At which I point, no teeth over no financial. I would say, at, at which point I, would you call the police on right, your significant your teeth. other? Oh, what? I'm not calling the police. You finna die. Oh, <laughs> shit. You no. taking your own hands. I'm not calling the police. <laughs> you taking your own hands. <laughs> because you, for one thing, we're not we're not getting to the point where we're not going to be doing all that. I was in a really bad situation to where it got real tense and I, it was we almost had to call the police. But it was like, you know what, let me just go this way and you go that way. Because, number one, I don't want to see you in jail because, number one, I still care about you as a black man and I don't want to see you in that situation so let me just get my my cell phone out of here and so you get your cell phone out of here Mm -hmm. but like for me if you come up at me it's time for me to defend myself Mm -hmm. yeah I mean that's just what it is but like if you're in a situation where you can't defend yourself I mean I I would call the police like if you bashing my face in I'm calling the police yeah I'm not gonna wait you're not gonna do this ten times yeah I got no, you. I got you. I got you. You're not going to lose teeth is bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, teeth, teeth is key. Teeth is, is teeth is key. All bets are off. The first motherfuckers is key. That first one is. What do, what do they call that when they when they I rather you them? kick it's my motherfucker. I rather you kick my motherfucking knee in. What do they call that? Like a motherfucker too foul. What do they call? Is that veneers? Is that veneers? Yeah, what? Ron care about that image? You want to? My shit ain't even the whitest, nigga. But I'm just saying, like, nigga, them first motherfuckers, them bitches is. That's just his key to life, nigga. Ain't he wonder, nigga? Travel tubes don't get love like that out there. So. <laughs> no. so, I guess to him, <laughs> he show up to a motherfucker with 
What the fuck? So I guess the Emily, I guess the Emily there wasn't a deal breaker. Huh? I guess the Emily. Because he got a man, he get her teeth fixed. He got them teeth fixed. Expensive. He got them fixed. Real teeth in the first place. He got a chain. He had a cancer chain in. He said, "Here, take this Cuban. Let's get them teeth right." I got your teeth fixed. That's why I knocked him out. I don't believe in him with me. That's painful. I feel like if you argue too much, it's crazy. Yeah, but that's the society we live in, man. Too many heated arguments. We're done. Status is not worth being having having a manual root canal. I'm not. I'm not with it. <laughs> you paid ten thousand for these. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got something next. I want to talk about the alma mater. Yeah. If you want to talk about the alma mater? Then we're gonna rebuttal or talk about back and forth about the alma mater. But you have a plan for the alma mater? Yeah. So like, I think for like the past two years, I've been really doing a lot of work in the uh, community of Grand Carson and Chatham. And stuff like that with the park and with the school, just trying to build a relationship with the kids. And I think about two years ago, I was walking through the school and it was just depressing. Yeah. Like I know, um, we're talking about Hirsch Metropolitan on 76th and Ingleside, Chicago, Illinois. Um, I know, for, like coming up and going to that school, like you know, like yeah, I went to Hirsch. I went to Hirsch. Like, you didn't say that loud, right? But I don't know because these guys they say it proudly, man. I mean, I, I mean, when we, what year you graduated? I graduated in two. We graduated in two thousand. I don't. When we pretty much is around the same time, right. but. I didn't really give a fuck what high school I was as long as I fucking graduated. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a really give a test. I didn't see, give a for fuck. me. I did, yeah. and I was tricked and I was duped. And I thought CVS was like so much better. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I did all this testing and stuff to go there. Yeah, and they had like four hundred demos. But it was a bigger school. Yeah. You know, they had a little bit more programs, a little yeah. more programs for the. They band was like the that. shit though. Yeah. The band was the stuff. They had sports rocking and all that type of stuff. And it was away from the neighborhood, so to speak, like about yeah. 15, 20 minutes away. Yeah. Bus yeah. driving, so I wanted to get away. But now, like since I've been, you know, um, working with kids and running this after school program and stuff like that, I look at it totally differently. Like mm-hmm. these kids are not prepared for college, mm-hmm. and not just at Hearst. At a bunch of different high schools in the city, mm-hmm. like and it's a lot of things that you have to factor in. What's going to prepare a kid for college or anything post high school? Because mm-hmm. college is not the way for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so once you factor that in, and you're looking at kids, and you're seeing and seeing them, and you're observing them, you're seeing different things, mm-hmm. and you're paying attention to different things. And these kids are not there um, academically. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have the financial means. Right. Um, not a knock on the parents, but a lot of the parents don't know how to be parents. Yeah, yeah. Like, kids are not allowed to express themselves on any level that they need to mm-hmm. to survive. It's just what society has to say for them. Now, a lot of the kids you deal with, do you, uh, a lot of them, do a lot of them have a two-parent household? Nah, less than about, less than about, um, i say probably 25 to 30%. Yeah. Have a two parent home, and that two parent home doesn't necessarily mean a mom and a dad. Yeah, it means like a mom and a grandma, yeah. or a dad and a grandma, yeah. or a, a dad and an auntie, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if you think about like the cost of living and everything like that, there's no way a single parent could mm. be in the house like they should be to be a parent, right? Um, because they have to make ends meet, yeah. you know, if you're not relying on government assistance, yeah. right? So you have to work two jobs just mm. to. 
provide for your kid. Mm-hmm. And so that that takes away from being a parent. Yeah. Right. And so, like, in my case, I was incarcerated. Mm-hmm. I did five and a half years. Mm-hmm. And so once I came home, um, like, I did no discipline into my child whatsoever. I just observed everything. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I was seeing, like, uh, my wife now, who was my girlfriend at the time, um, how she went about her day. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, working, making sure my daughter got to school, mm-hmm. and then, like, a parent on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And after about six or seven months, I basically broke it down to, like, this mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the part I played in this because mm-hmm. I was not there. Mm-hmm. But this is what we need to do about this. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she's not your friend. Mm-hmm. And so I know that only time you've had to really... Spend time with her as a parent on the weekend. Mm-hmm. You don't want to spend that time just disciplining your child. Yeah, so yeah. there's no parenting going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of things I have to implement. It was it was hard, yeah. right? Because I don't want to come as you know this angry black man right under there. And so I had to come from a way that was from a way that was loving, mm-hmm. and uh, with the message that's relayed for all of us to accept. So mm-hmm. that's my wife and my daughter, who's now twelve. Mm-hmm. And the rest of her family, mm-hmm. because they weren't they weren't used to it, and most of her family is like, it's primarily women, mm-hmm. and they run it. Mm-hmm. And for my family, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Like men run stuff, and mm-hmm. we're the head of the house, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, not what we say goes, but what we say matters a whole yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, it took a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, counseling, all type of stuff, for us to kind of come to this mutual agreement mm-hmm. and so with that when like a lot of kids that I interact with I treat them as I would treat my own child mm-hmm. and, and, and sometimes even even um, a little bit more patient and considerate of uh, of what I feel like their situations are mm-hmm. so sometimes I have to ask my uh, my daughter like you think I need to like lay back on this or do I do this I let her evaluate how I am <laughs> and I'm fine with that because I feel like my dad used to be like hey do what I say and don't ask no uh, you, you got a uh, a cynic nigga <laughs> yeah so I'm fine with that yeah, 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 yeah. but I think um, non-dictatorship over there going on over there. it works though a group of government with the crumbs from the yeah. people and I think it's it. awesome I think it's awesome that you have a story like that and you're able to tell it and able to tell how you were able to overcome those things. Yeah. I, like, I think it's extremely expiring to be able to be a black man who was incarcerated for any amount of time and not be a repeat person who's going back and going and see, back I and think, going back. I think for me, uh, my father kind of like implemented me to always observe. Right. And so for a lot of people... Um, because of the time, which is not a lot of time, they don't really take the time to kind of observe like the outcome of their next <laughs> of their next steps or choices in life. And so for me, it was totally different because I've had a, a big brother that was killed at six, 16, a best friend killed at 18, another little homie killed at a younger age. And so um, I felt like my family before my brother had other people that were killed at a young age. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like, coming out, I'm checking the facts. Like, t- t- statistics say that six months to nine months after somebody released, they're going to be dead a lot better. Yeah. So for me, after it took me about two and a half years to get it to think, like, what am I going to do not to go back? 
Because mm-hmm. I've seen people come back four and five mm-hmm. times in this 16 months. Yeah. I've just been in the county, yeah. you know, fighting my case. Yeah. And I know that I believe in God. I know that God tried to talk to them like he's talking to me. Mm-hmm. So what can I do differently? Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'm better than them, but yeah. I want to do better mm-hmm. than what I'm seeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who kind of like infatuated with being locked up, mm-hmm. infatuated with being... You know how how open yeah. the jails were back in the day, and yeah. talking about the cheese because you had to go to jail to get status back in the day. Yeah, motherfuckers be like, I ain't scared to go to jail, nigga. I do this, yeah, I do that. Happened. I was like, they, when, they, when the first when the shit first happened, they're like, Donnie and Ricky, like nigga, please. Of <laughs> <laughs> all the fucking people in the hood, yeah. these two niggas are in McDonald's. Even with like the work, like I had, I was fortunate to have my great grandfather in my life, who was born in about like nine, nineteen twelve, nineteen eleven. Mm-hmm. He would always say, "I got a young Jackie Robinson," but he kind of <laughs> yeah. forced me. Yeah. To get up and go get some money, because yeah. my grandfather, when he passed out money, if you didn't have money, yeah. you weren't getting any money. Mm-hmm. If you had a hundred dollars, you you had two hundred now. Yeah. And so I I worked at jewels. I carried groceries. I did grass. I did shoveling. Mm-hmm. You know, snow, raking leaves, all that. Like everything mm-hmm. was about some money. Yeah. You know, and that oldest person in the house mm-hmm. always got the ride with my great grandfather and do what yeah. me and I supposed to do. Yeah. And so. Um, like he said, I'm, li- I'm locked up. Like, what the hell am I doing here? So that and was like your first time actually doing some shit, and you just... No, I would say that's my first time or my second time getting caught for some reason. You don't count until you get caught. Yeah, and so um, I think for me, like... And I got locked up for an armed robbery. Yeah. And so I sold drugs yeah. probably from like 12 yeah. all the way until I got locked up, and that was like 23. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so for me... That first like year and a half, two years, I'm thinking, what was I doing like robbing people? Yeah. Like, I should have just stuck to selling weed, selling mm-hmm. drugs, right? Mm-hmm. But then it was a dude, he was locked up for like three months. And he was crying about mm-hmm. not being able to go home. Yeah. And I was locked up for like seventeen months maybe. So I recant that two and a half years. Seventeen months. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking why haven't I cried yet about being locked up? Yeah. And I had to try to put on this like tough facade. Yeah. But then I went in that cell and I broke down like a baby. Yeah. Like I want to go home. Like yeah. I miss going shopping. Yeah. Yeah. I miss everything about being free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like they said, in high school, I was probably the only kid I knew with a passport. Yeah, went out the country mm-hmm. at 17 in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like people didn't do that. Yeah. Right. And so like T's like, what you doing going out the country? And all that stuff. I'm thinking... Black people go out the country, right? right? Yeah. But yeah. not in this neighborhood, yeah. right? So, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. it was an eye opener yeah. because after I got locked up for an arm robbery, like ten more little kids yeah. got locked up for an arm robbery who were yeah. younger than me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. both of my little brothers mm-hmm. are locked up. They both locked up right now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking like I, I didn't really know the effect that I had on people that I did. Mm-hmm. And so when I tell people I was locked up, it's like, man, we ain't never think you would be getting locked up. Yeah. We thought you were in school, mm-hmm. we knew you sold a little weed, we yeah. knew you had to hook up on the... But yeah. we that was me! Was yeah. I think motherfuckers was like, fucking die on Ricky. I'm like, get the and fuck out of here. I'm, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm gonna tell you for me... <laughs> these niggas, these niggas who play basketball every Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday yep. at 7 o'clock on the dot, niggas this early... 
Yeah. And for me, I think I got robbed mm-hmm. on my block, mm-hmm. like broad daylight, mm-hmm. and I forever like chased that. Like mm-hmm. I never wanted to feel like that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as many people and stores that I robbed, mm-hmm. I was never satisfied with not like I still mm-hmm. felt that felt like. A bitch, like, like, dag, a block away from my crib. Like, how do I get robbed? So, like, but it came to a point to where it was like I was, I was in school. I had, uh, had two jobs, and I was hustling. Mm -hmm. And like, I would just wake up out my sleep and just go rob somebody. Damn, like, my baby mama right there, my baby right there in the bed, just wake up two, three in the morning, just go rob somebody. Like, I was just, like, all over the place. And I can say a lot of things that kind of, like, factor in that. Mm-hmm. But that would be just me just, like, selling stuff short. Yeah. It was just me just... Just... I don't know what I was feeding. I was feeding yeah. something. Yeah. But, yeah. um... Yeah. And so, w- with the time me being incarcerated, it allowed me to kind of look at myself. Mm-hmm. And look at all the blessings that I've had in my life. And how I do stuff kind of to the side. And what helped a lot was the judge. Mm-hmm. He was like, you got professors. Like, the state's attorney was my professor from Olive Harvey. Mm-hmm. He was like, I know I know you. The only reason why I remember I know you is because you had to get an A in my class. Mm-hmm. He was like, the judge is so pissed off at you mm-hmm. that, like, the letters that your teachers are writing, your mentors, mm-hmm. people from high school, it's not helping you. Yeah. He said he's going to teach you a lesson. Damn. Right? And I can say, oh, there go the white man, yeah. you know, being crazy yeah. to the, to this black kid. Yeah. And it's not factoring, factoring in my upbringing and all that stuff like that. Or I can look in the mirror and be like, no, Neil, mm-hmm. you messed up. Mm-hmm. So, look, do you think that if the judge would have just gave you a slap on the wrist, gave you probation, let you go free, that you would have been, that that thirst would have been quelched? Definitely not. I think, because uh, here's the thing. Um, I was this close to getting bonded out. But I still had this old mentality of, and perspective of a way about doing things. And I was, I had my mind made that my grandfather would have bonded me out. Mm-hmm. That I was going to just sell weed. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And grandfather probably would have put the crib up. Mm-hmm. That crib would have probably got taken. Because mm-hmm. I would have sold yeah. weed. Mm-hmm. But then when my little brother got locked up, yeah. it's like, damn, it's all bad from here. And, and yeah. I feel like I'm part of the reason... Why he's locked up, even though I didn't force him to do that yeah, or yeah. tell him to do any of that. Yeah. I feel like he was like, yeah. people thought like so highly of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was the first out of my family to kind of go to college. Mm-hmm. I always had good grades. Mm-hmm. I always had a job. Yeah. I was always a logical thinker. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so for, for me now, like in the, in, the, in the line of work that I do, Working with the kids, I'm not looking at the kids who are acting all crazy and wild. Right. They cool. We know what they gonna do. Right, right. I'm looking at the kid that's quiet like me. Mm-hmm. That the kid that we feel like has it all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the kid that I focus on. Yeah. Even yeah. though the wild kid, that's who I attract. Right. But that's the kid who I'm looking into, like mm-hmm. the kid who's wild and all that. Mm-hmm. And so, like right now, that's. All we have. Fuck yeah. your rookie crazy ass. This nigga said I got addicted to Robin after that first lick. <laughs> <laughs> see, 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 being locked up for him, and that's my boy. Yeah. Being locked up for him. <laughs> and, and I mess with Rick because Rick is very intelligent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he's like a Kanye West type dude. Yeah. Like he does all this crazy. He said you agree with everything Kanye say, by the way. That's what he said. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what attracted me to Rick because Rick wasn't afraid to be Rick. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. Rick knew. He wore them dashiki and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, Rick, yeah. 
It was the last person I thought. Real talk is like we used to be like, man, that nigga Rick, man. He like six eight. I wish he could duck. <laughs> you know, sounds like that team shooting shit. He probably can duck dick. Come big ass feet. So like, uh, so like now, like with what I want to do, like who I want to touch, and it, it kind of goes. And I'm all over the place. It kind of goes against like what we're taught, right? Mm-hmm. We're taught as, as as people from the hood to get some money mm-hmm. and get up out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like. Two weeks after being in, uh, incarcerated, uh, I was given a job, mm-hmm. and I was given a job by an organization who who took a chance and a risk on a kid yeah. or, or a guy fresh from prison, mm-hmm. and they saw this kind of attraction with the youth mm-hmm. that nobody else could mm-hmm. reach like me yeah. Mm-hmm. from yeah. a front desk. Mm-hmm. Like these kids walked past me and said, "Like, hey." Yeah. Holding a conversation, talking about this, talking mm-hmm. about that, talking about this. And this is in West Woodlawn, so like uh, 500 East uh, 61st Street. Mm-hmm. And this is like kind of where all the drill mi- music and uh, kind of like shootings and everything mm-hmm. was happening mm-hmm. in like 2011, 2012. Yeah. And I've seen so much, and I'm thinking like, I was raised right up the street. Mm-hmm. Like, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. Like we had police in our schools, mm-hmm. we had police in the park who knew us by our names. Mm-hmm. So like they knew who the auto boys were, mm-hmm. they knew who the drug dealers were, they knew who the killers were, yeah. and they knew who to go get when something happened. Yeah. <laughs> right now, yeah. they were, it's not like that. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they don't know the kids. They don't. Yeah. The old people don't even work with the police. Mm-hmm. They like police. Yeah. Slamming the door. Yeah. Back in the day, you can pull over, pull over, and have a conversation with police, and you would get anything you need to know out of an old person. Mm-hmm. The trust has faded away. Mm-hmm. Now it's building back up with, mm-hmm. with, with certain people, mm-hmm. but it's a long way from where it used to be. Mm-hmm. So, so um, ultimately, what you're trying to do for um, for Hirsch is that you know you talk to a lot of students, and you know, and you seeing where they're coming from, and you seeing how where they're trying to go. What ultimately are you trying to do? Because we got a game coming up in um, in a few weeks at Hurst. At Hurst, right? Yeah. At Hurst. So, so basically, I would just like for um, for Hurst, all the alumni, not just the uh, class of 2000 or 2001, 2002, the whole Hurst uh, alumni, I feel like people are, are doing pretty well for themselves. Mm-hmm. They're educated. You know, they own businesses. They see life a lot differently than how they used to mm-hmm. when they were going Hirsch. Yeah. And I feel like they need to come back and pour into the youth so they can inspire them. Mm-hmm. Because the kids only see what meets the eye. Mm-hmm. And that's not a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the teachers that we have, we don't have a Mr. Abrams there. Mm-hmm. We don't have uh, a Mr. Murray, a Mr. Ray. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a Miss Romaine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I've seen kids... Um, come to school with just like um, house arrest bans mm-hmm. and basically just being forced to come to school like mm-hmm. Hirsch wasn't all that bad yeah we wouldn't I mean the, the girls was fighting when we were the Hirsch the boys rarely fought but you know the girls are always gonna fight zero <laughs> tolerance like it's so hard being a woman yeah. being a girl trying to figure yourself out yeah. on top of you know, this whole colorism and yeah. going through the change yeah. and God forbid if you've been raped or touched or anything like yeah. it's a lot of things that, that girls go through yeah. and now I see it now that I have two girls that yeah. I'm taking the, the necessary time to kind of make sure that I'm doing what I need to do as a parent to mm-hmm. make sure 
they're getting the proper amount of love and attention, yeah. which a lot of girls are not right. getting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I take the time to even talk to um, to females my age. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people, oh, he's flirting or something. That's not what it is. Yeah, like, I really want to know yeah. people yeah. and understand them. Like what she was saying, like yeah. a lot of people don't understand people. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to just say, oh. She's an angry, bitter black yeah. woman yeah. and matter. Yeah. Like, no, it's so much, yeah. so yeah. much more than what mm-hmm. they're giving you. So yeah. let, let me ask you. Um, this will be a great interview for your show. Too. I was thinking that. Um, <laughs> being that you said, okay, I'm going to take the approach to to talk to the child that's deemed well rounded. The rest of everyone else uh, at your job, do they follow suit? Like, how has um, that changed I think, as I think, opposed I think, to... I think it's so easy, and me primarily being a kid who was good at sports, had good grades, was well-mannered, it's so easy for somebody to just come in the ministry and be like, hey, I want to work with that kid. Mm-hmm. He's a rock star. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, like, my first, like, year uh, kind of diving into youth ministry, over and over and over and over again at these different conferences and stuff, and my mentor and all type of different speakers... They kept saying over and over again, like you, if you're in ministry and you put a time frame on when you think a kid is going to get it, then you shouldn't be in ministry. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times people are doing min- ministry out of selfish reasoning. Mm-hmm. Like if and when a kid does get it, it's not for me to right. be like, oh, I've done a good job. Right. right. For me, that's that's God's reward. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. If, if I get to see it, that's a plus. Right. But there's different kind of like stages in life. So you go from one to a ten. I may only can get a kid to a three. Mm-hmm. Somebody else might can get him to a five. Mm-hmm. Somebody else might get him to a ten. But I I might not be that person right. to get him to a ten. And right. I have to be okay with that. Right. Because I've been like, oh, man, I've been pointing to this kid for four years. I'm done with it. You know, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But why are you really doing it? Right, right, right. Is the question that you have to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are times where you get completely frustrated and mad with these kids. Mm-hmm. I get mad with myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, when I'm acting out of the character that I want myself to act like. like yeah. I get mad at myself. But yeah. you go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't stay stay at that moment and kind of sulk in that. But that's why that's why having no, kids no. is also important too. I mean, like, because I've learned a lot from having my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Just actually taking the time to listen to her as opposed to just like you say I don't necessarily I do talk at her when it need when she needs to be talked at but overall I take a more well look let me understand your approach mm-hmm. not just a look well this is what you're going to do mm-hmm. I mean I'm human sometimes I do you know lose my way but I think 80 85 90% of the time it's with well look tell me how you feel Kennedy let me know how you feel and I say to myself like damn you know so I'm actually doing this while I'm doing it it's kind of goes in the back of my mind like damn I'm really being the parent right now by taking the time <laughs> like just to you ask you God how man. do you feel Tell, explain <laughs> to me how you feel talk to me you know what I'm saying yeah. uh-huh. you know I didn't really think that I was capable of doing that but when you have a child you you know what I'm saying you start you doing that yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think you uh, develop emotions <laughs> you, I mean, we all have emotions. It's just that. If I had a child, I, I had emotions. <laughs> you, had a, you just didn't know how to channel. I didn't have emotions. Well, you're not even. <laughs> people don't tell you to kind of express them, right? Yeah. How you gonna express? You just got your ass whooped. Ain't taking in the corner. Don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wanna whoop the child? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, so yeah. I, I, I just vow to myself to not. 
be like my parents in that facet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I take the time to explain to my three year old like. Well, I'm finna give you a whooping. <laughs> 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 but I just wanna let you know what's going on here. But yeah. I'm, I'm sure that goes a long way. So now they're able to understand, like, okay, this is why this happened. So now you know for every react for for every action it's a reaction. reaction. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? With us, you getting your ass whooped. <laughs> That's it. Go in your room, go and, sleep. And, sleep and, it off. And to like to continue what I'm saying, like I feel like <laughs> with everything that's going on with the violence and stuff like that and mm-hmm. um, charter schools and stuff like that mm-hmm. and sorry if I'm going way off the docket but I feel like kids aren't able to kind of like release energy in a positive manner mm-hmm. right and so back in the day like you wouldn't catch people on the south side going up north mm-hmm. but now you won't catch people going on the next block right yeah in fear of getting beat up or being in tour yeah. with somebody. Like, yeah. right. kids aren't really going to the park like they should be. Right. Because they're in tour with people and they're like, oh, no, we can't go up there because this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Right. Like, I can't take out the garbage because dude and them going to be out there. Like, mm. And so I, I see a lot of kids just like angry and, and, and needing a place to kind of release this energy in a positive manner. Mm. And, and a lot of times with these charter schools, they don't even have gyms and stuff like that. Mm. And they have all these rules. Mm-hmm. Right, no talking in the hallway, no talking in the lunchroom, mm-hmm. um, no dialogue. This is fucked up. Whatsoever. Yeah. How can you be a social person with no social contact? And then you get outside. It's kick ass time. Yeah, for everybody. Your kids get out of school. Yeah. They just dumb out. They just run in the streets. And, and shit. I see why. Yeah, you know, like yeah. even in some of the public schools, I I see why. Like like I don't blame them. Yeah. Like um, I don't blame them at all. Like last year, I had like six or seven kids who had been affiliated with our organization. With like 21, 22 now, get killed. Mm-hmm. But the like beef and all that stuff started in, in grammar school mm-hmm. and it led to this. And then when I'm talking to some of the kids, they're like, a lot of kids said they knew it was over with, but like a coach left the school and they felt like everybody like gave up on them, mm-hmm. you know, because parents aren't around. As much because they have to work and they have right. to provide, right. and they're pretty much there to fend for themselves. Yeah. They can't go to the park. They can't go mm-hmm. to the wild. Yeah. They're gonna be into it. All they had was, you know, like four blocks, and mm-hmm. that was their territory. And they did whatever they they could do. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, they did pretty well for themselves, considering this is all they had. Yeah. Like and so, um, with, with Hirsch, um, we have fortunately we have. Ten kids who have been accepted to school. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them with scholarships mm-hmm. and, and grants, of course, but they have no means of transportation to get there. Okay. And so um, this alumni game will uh, raise money for that cause. Okay. So um, at minimal, at minimal, we want to send these ten students to college. Okay. Um, at max, we want to send them to college and have them come back. For Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. okay, um, which we know uh, for a kid, I feel like a kid who isn't emotionally, financially, academically prepared for college, like they're gonna need to come back. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. gonna need to have mentors calling them. Yeah, checking like on. checking in once yeah. a week to yeah, make sure right. that hey, if you're struggling, you need to go holler at a tutor. Yeah, mm-hmm. like put your pride in your back pocket. Your cousin gonna help you with this one. This was Joni. Okay, actually no, Joni. Okay, you said what advice do you have for the young guys facing? Loneliness and peer pressure. Mm. 
It's kind of tiresome what you were just talking about. Yeah, yeah I, just I, what you were saying. I think, I think right now at this, at, this age, at, at this age I'm in and what I've been through, I know I need mentors on all different levels. Mm-hmm. From uh, spiritual, financial, to academic, mm-hmm. and even for like my marriage. Like I, I need a mentor for all those different things. And, and uh, uh, naturally for us, we had that in the park. Like we, even a little though, bit. We are a little bit of a zoom. Yeah, like Bone, um, yeah, Officer had, Young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't use Bone, but I would use... But listen, <laughs> though, you can learn a lot from somebody like Bone. I think I learned from Bone because, I, like, my experience with Bone, it was not everybody else's experience with Bone. Gotcha. Because I grew up in the same building with Bone. Okay. Everybody didn't do that. I lived at 7611 South Drexel. I lived in the third floor. Bone was on the first floor, and Bone was always gonna fuck my mom. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay, so I, I, get, yeah. I, I get the hatred. Now you surprised. You got a whole nother perspective yeah. of Bone. Clearly, he never fucked my mom. Yeah. Thank God. But, uh, you know. In my eyes, he didn't fuck my mom. Just leave that alone. That's for another. That's oh, for another episode. Let That's for another episode. But. I understand what you're saying. Like, we did have some kind of people in our neighborhood that was like, I think like Wolf, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. Wolf was a nigga that showed you other than Grand Crossing. Because he didn't grow up in the Grand Crossing area. He grew up in Beverly. And he always showed us Beverly. Yep. He and always took us to Beverly for like punk pass and kick and shit. Yeah, like, you know, we was yeah. cheating like a motherfucker. We was taking other little niggas' social security cards. It was grown ass niggas out there kicking them footballs. We was cheating like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I do not agree with that. <laughs> you agree we did it. Let's be for your time, nah, though. Nah, well, I was there with Wolf, though. Yeah. And I was there when, on Fridays, we had the box just to play basketball. Yeah, I yeah. was there when Abrams used to catch all in the gym. Yeah. I was on the team. I wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was in the crossing. Yeah. But I feel but my, my biggest things I've always appreciated about going crossing was Kelly. And that's what I was going to say. See, Kelly did it all the way by the book. I don't know why they took him out of Grand Crossing, but one thing that I did love about Kelly was he taught you about other sports. And not Every necessarily sport. to have love for it, but, but to respect it. it. Yeah. And, and, and I, th- I think with Kelly, what he what he what he iterated to you was that if you learn this sport or the basics of it, it'll help you out with this sport. Mm. And that that's was our buy-in. And I didn't he had kids riding unicycles. But it, on a grown-up level, I got a different, deeper level of it. I got, like, you're not going to always want to do what you want to do. Yeah. But in order to do what you want to do, you need to do this. Yeah. So everybody came there wanting to play basketball mm-hmm. every night. You already know you wanted to play basketball. Yeah, definitely. But for 30, 35 to 40 minutes prior to playing basketball, if you didn't show up, at the time that he designated for you to do something else, you couldn't play basketball. So he taught you a moral lesson. Yeah, if you really and that was a great yeah. fucking moral lesson. And we don't really have that now with like you know shit. Somebody okay. will teach you that. It was a fucking floor hockey and shit. Nobody wanted to play floor the hockey. Floor hockey was fun. We later we went to gay party <laughs> and won those guys. And won. Yeah. Big Miles had a a, a, a baseball glove, the yeah. bat catcher's glove. Yeah. 
yeah. as, as the club. Yeah. We had no equipment whatsoever. I think yeah. the Gage Park gave us some of their old stuff. Yeah. Man, those parents were so mad. <laughs> we beat the crap out of those kids. Yeah. They had concession stands, cheerleaders, yeah. all yeah. that. Yeah. Because yeah. Kelly taught us how to play floor hockey yeah. with a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the puck. We yeah. had a rolling ball. Yeah. Shit. So it sounds like it's time for you brothers to give back because this gentleman is giving back. I'm going, I'm going to go to the thing in a second and I'm going to open up a table. We're giving away free shirts. Show this pigs. We got shirts. We got shit lined up. I'm going to bring a table. We're going to have a table. We got a subscription machine. We're going to give away as much as we can give away. So what? So what's your contact information for these people? For anybody yeah. who needs to And, and is it a uh, website for them? Like they can definitely go to um, Hearst, the Hearst alumni page. It should be all over that. Uh, my my phone number is three one two five eight two zero eight six five. Your real phone number? Real number. I won't get out and do that. That's cool. Why Anybody on Mike Jones me? No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Listen to this shit. This is not local. Yeah. <laughs> they want to. They want to. They call. Oh, yeah. uh, I know how to politely tell somebody uh, I gotta get off the phone. But um, <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out. Instagram um, is uh, Don Don. At Vintage Hero, Hero spelled backwards. Hold um, the line coming, but that's a whole other topic for that. Um, yeah, but just just go to her alumni page okay. and go to uh, Rollo's page, Big C page. I don't know what their new names are, but that's Big C, that's Rollo. Willie, Tiffany. Uh, Willie Washington, he told me to give him a shout out. Okay. So shout out to the whole Hirsch, yeah. uh, class of 02, uh, Siobhan Gordon. Hey, so hold on, who, who, which team do we play with? We, we're at the 2000, so we're in the two, are, are we in the 2000? So here's the thing, it's supposed to be the 90s versus the 2000. Okay. We only got three people from the 90s. <laughs> Damn. Sammy. Chaz, <laughs> uh, Joshy, and somebody else I don't even know. Okay. So we just gonna do whoever come out. We gonna yeah. play, okay. and then the winners gonna play the um, the present present class. We gonna bust them. They gonna murder. I've seen them. <laughs> they gonna They ain't got no energy, but we gonna murder. <laughs> yeah, and we supposed to have April's in the building. <laughs> so what's the date of this event? June second, from yeah. twelve to four. Yeah. Uh, black people time probably like one to six. The building's open. We gonna be open. We gonna be chilling. Bone gonna be there, Didi gonna be there, yeah. uh, uh, Abrams gonna be there, Mr. Bush gonna be there with those sucker summaries. Nigga, nigga. He's just a nigga. <laughs> yeah, gonna uh, be he there. real niggerish right now. <laughs> that's dope, that's dope, that's dope. Yeah. So thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah. I supposed to been been on here a long time ago, like eight weeks ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, as long as you showed up, brother. I keep I keep wanting to uh, rob on these weird places. Like he was in all these things about wine. On sixty third. No, no, it's on sixty seventh. This motherfucker is hard. I'm like, who the fuck is this man? I don't he know looked like he looked like he was like famous. Like who is it? Like, Spike Lee and stuff. Right? <laughs> Rollo. He got. Oh man, I didn't know who you was, man. I'm looking for some wine and stuff. I'm like, why? Uh, oh, these guys good. Because I go by names. Like, right. only niggas from Grand Cross know me as Rollo. Only niggas from work know me as Ron. 
and and if I hear Ronald, I gotta run. You gotta look for that hat now. He don't wear no fittings no more. Yeah, he, he done with the fittings. I'm not done with the fit. I had a fit on earlier. Bro, oh, you know, I'm still the fit too. Hey, okay, so you had a fit on earlier. So what happened to the fit? We can't know me on the stage. He had no fit on. He had a fit on. He said, I don't know. He said he had one on earlier. I still wear a fit. You can't come out of here. You got nigga hair, man. You ain't no fit. They don't sell a fit that fit there. Why they got this shit? You a racist? Cause you got nigga hair. I sent you the picture, man. Super nappy. What's your name? Super nappy hair. Rudy, off Fat Albert, man. That's you, man, with the hat. How about Ronald? What's happening? Tell the kids to come in and say they happy Mother's Day. Man, now you say happy Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the kids. The children are here. Tell the children to come in. Look, this ain't Michael Jackson episode, man. What you talking about? This is a triple. It's a rated I podcast. It is, but it's about to get real PC. Extremely quick. Come on. Sunshine, give me your, your information too. Come on, man. If you don't oh, do this, yeah. you're like um, Come over here. State podcast. Um, I'll be launching on May 15th on SoundCloud. If you are not on SoundCloud, you can always subscribe at www.sunshinestate.com. That's sunshine with an O. State.com. Um, you can subscribe there. Um, it is going to be a super dope uh, podcast about emotional health, healing, and wellness from the perspective of a learned introvert. Um, basically, a person who learned how to be an introvert because I was just tired of not being accepted like Kanye. But I figured a way to deal with my stuff instead of trying to lash out on everybody. There you go. So, here we go. Happy Mother's Day. That's all you got? I'm out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, Mama. Oh. Rolling that too, you know. It's shower time for mothers in the world because I love to just help them. Hey. Mothers are helpful. From the mothers in the world. Thank you, darling. <laughs> Thank you, mother, for cooking me food. Damn, Praise the Lord for mothers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's what, that one is yours, right? Yeah. 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 Like that. that was all you got. Happy Mother's Day. No, 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 uh, other attractive people, right? Why you can't have she's nobody else? She's the only attractive person to me. That's a lie. Damn, look at this nigga here. That's a lie. This nigga here. Lie detector determined that was a lie. <laughs> okay, so Big Drew, you've been real quiet, man. What's your WCW? Yeah, I ain't got no WCW. You a lie? I really don't. Lie detector determined that was a lie. Everybody lying to you, then. Yeah, everybody lying, man. I'm he lying. Got to Mother's Day because he got a wife. He got two kids. You gotta play dear mama. Where dear mama at, man? Where your phone at? My, Get your doctor. My child at. took my phone, nigga. You pull it up. You know what I'm saying? Pull it up. You gotta play dear mama. You wanna say something to your wife, kids? Uh, lady. Feel free. All right. It's on your age already, man. You already got to do What? <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, sweetie. I love you. My mother's out of town right now. She in Mississippi. Happy Mother's Day to you, man. What part? Sardis, Mississippi. Sardis, Sardis in Charleston. My father from Charleston. Mother from my mother Charleston, from South Carolina? Mississippi. Okay. Sardis. It's like forty five minutes from Memphis. They have been picking cotton. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, you know, we drove some cotton fields last time I was down there. Gee. Yeah. That ain't funny, man. For real. <laughs> cotton fields down there. It's still still a hot still a hot, you know, uh, you know, thing going on. That's all you got. You could put up some uh 
Mama, you should say, take your time, young man. We're going to take it, take it back. Finally, somebody plays his school card. He got the shirt Hey. Shout out to Donnell, man. What, what was the name of his, uh, um... My name Donnell. LAX. No, we got we had a brother on the show that you know what I'm saying. He was doing Donnell LAX. He was, he was doing, doing uh, uh, CrossFit. Yeah. She said she said bring it back the pot. Okay. We're gonna bring it. That's it, man. We gave y'all a lot. It was hot as hell in this studio last week, so we wasn't giving y'all the, the, the whole real deal. Holy fish. Oh, my father, fuck that nigga. No, not, not, my, not my father, but Jesse. Oh, yeah, Jesse. Oh, 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 Jesse. And for a while, you know, I even looked up to uh, Rollo and Big C. Yeah, you know? man. Oh, so you know they was, more? They was the hip-hop crew. Yeah. They did yeah. their own thing. Oh, yeah. You know him, who was Rollo, uh, Rollo or, Orr, or uh, Sean Clark was with y'all for a minute, right? Yeah, Aaron was with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Aaron in New York. I didn't know you had to. They had all the Timberlands, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Eastlands and shit, yeah, you know all the Eastlands, cutting them up, all that. You know, might have to change my, you know what I mean, I, I might have to come out, man, and check y'all out, man. Yeah, man. Your brother inspired me, man. Now you want to come out because he was he inspired. He was anti hurt for a minute. No, I wasn't anti hurt. I, 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 I didn't go to her. I said I didn't go to her. I went to Lane Tech. Oh. What year? Uh, 01. Oh. See, what, 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 Danny Jackson. But we in the group text, we talking Danny about the Jackson. event. He like, oh yeah. That name is very coming out as a group. This nigga like, I ain't gonna hurt. I didn't go to Hirsch. I said show with his face as a group. Also I would have said Joe shit, shit about that. Nobody's want to see KC show up, nigga. They want to see JoJo sometime. <laughs> Even I ain't Mr. Dalvin. He was a Dalvin. <laughs> <laughs> he was what, Mr. Dalvin? No. Why you Mr. Dalvin? Because you don't say shit. You don't say shit. Mr. Dalvin didn't say shit. The Oak Park. Don't talk. Just listen. No, sunshine got him to talk at the field though. She got the deep down real quick though. With a silent killer. She got him to talk at the field. Hey, hey, hit him up again, G. Don't talk, just listen. That's real there. Won't you stay? Take my ass, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, he was talking about his meditation and everything. He was like, "Wait, she gonna dig deeper into this?" Yes, I want to know. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. You want to? Oh, we good. We good. We done. We done. Have to wrap it up. Okay, that's uh, what is it? Sixty-seven. Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Check y'all out next week. This is uh, Tim's episode. He gonna bring all the pornography shit. Tim, you should host next episode. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll host next episode if y'all want. Yeah. See, I ain't as lewd as you, though, man. Hold on, dude. We getting loose. Hold on. We don't have to go 69, but do you 69 with your with a chick? Oh, do I do? Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah nigga. All right, cool then. Well, you hosting next week, nigga. Old, so old man. Old man Logan. Old man pussy mouth Logan. Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. Fuck your daddy, man. Fuck. Y'all, wow. I'm kind of mad that my mother listens to this. Yeah. Make sure you say your mama was listening. I gotta block her. She was? Did any of your mama's listening? It's open. It's you grown, bro. It is what it is, man.
public. I can't be saying pussy mouth is this nigga. Ain't nobody saying it. You saying it? You saying it? Oh, I'm trash. trash. Not somebody else trying to fuck up, man. Is your mama listening to this? <laughs> Hell no. Oh, bro, that's a wrap. You know, I'm going to trash that guy, mama and a Now you know, nigga. Hey, wait a minute. So your mama listened to this. So when you mentioned this, homie was trying to smash her. That's what How she, she going to feel about you? She going to be sitting there. Oh, she going to call it, nigga. Which one of these things? Something I got to tell you. You better get that call tonight. Which one of these I don't appreciate you putting my business out. That's exactly what they say. Y'all trash. Now you trash your mom. Ain't coming out, bro. Ah, yes. Your OG. Y'all need to hear. Yeah, that would be a dope. Dope game for you. You have a card or something and one second. Yeah, because my phone just got eaten by my purse. Oh, what's your... Jackson's wife here. Yeah, Jesse here in the inbox. I want to talk. Tell Jesse here. Yeah, we're... Yeah, I'm going to let you pour it. Right now, man. There's a lot of y'all tuning in. There's a lot of y'all tuning in. Joni just tagged a bunch of Yeah, I saw her. She she retweeted it. Well, I didn't know that was his cousin, but yeah, I saw, I saw somebody else between there. This, this trash, see? Yeah. Now you Yo, this is Rollo. You can find me on Twitter at Broke Nigga Ron Showing His Pigs and on Instagram under Showing His Pigs. What's up? This is Old Man Logan. Find me on IG at Old Man Logan 83. Find me on Twitter at Nomi Media Group. Believe that. Catch me at Shotgun705, Twitter, IG, all the other good shit. Holla. What up? This Big Crown right here. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Crown Music, Instagram at Showing His Pigs, Facebook at Ken Smith.